G Money. Yo, what's up, man? What's good? What's good? How you feeling? Marvelous. You back How are at, you? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. You not feeling good? How you feeling? Nah, I'm not feeling good. Why not? I I, I don't like the energy in this room. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I'm comfortable with the energy in the yeah, room. Well, I know I'm not. I mean, this is our first time we had a, a, a studio audience, as they say, in, in, the, in our studio. This is our first studio audience. And you comfortable? Yeah. You like always, people? You're a people's person. I'm always comfortable, man. Wherever I go, I'm comfortable. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Throwing shots at me. No, I'm throwing just saying. No, 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 it's not for you. It's not for See, you. See, you're, you're joining I'll be, them. I'll be outside. That's you what I'm saying. Oh, it's another shot. I'll be outside. So when, 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 when people come around for these cities, this, this is what you do. You join them against me. Well, you know I'm a little biased with Philly anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we had guests from before. That's you know. I know. I know. <laughs> How, How you doing? doing? You good? I'm What's good. Up? Long time no see. We, we, we haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, everything good. Working, man. Yeah, just yeah. you know, fresh off the, the came day. back from Germany. Came back Germany. from from um, Houston. Houston. Facts. You get money. <laughs> Working, man. You're breaking no bread with me. I told you, pull up, man. I'm, I'm back in Houston again in July. So let me know what you want to do. Yeah. I, 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 oh, you dropping pistols? No. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah, nobody jumped. All right, they're not nervous. I just making sure. Look, they all look. They sat there. Yeah, I'm, I'm back in Houston in, in July. What's up? Right, we out there. Birthday celebration? What you want to do? Let's do it, man. You know, Leo, 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 Leo extravaganza. Let me know. I'll set it up right now, man. I feel good, though. It's good seeing you, man. Um, Thanks. You know, shout out to everybody in the building. We're not going to introduce them yet, but Tati. We got Facts. Michelle in the building. Michelle one time is in here. She Mighty two to times. Tati Tuesdays. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she wanted to pull up one time and surprise everybody. So, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Shout out to her. I haven't seen her in a long time. Facts. Bassy in the building. Uh-huh. Shout out to JR. JR, you know. I think he got his ex-girlfriend in here. I don't know if she's ex or his girlfriend. I don't know. My son, man. My son moving crazy, man. He turned 18. He can do whatever bro? he want. I'm exposing him. He's lucky we don't get on camera. You know oh, my God. I'm, I'm snitching? A little bit. <laughs> I'm excited about this next guest. Well, I'm not really excited about this next guest. I am. I'm not. All right, well. Got smoke with him. He blew smoke in my face. I have a problem with that. You were smoking with him? or you? Or no, I got smoke with him. Oh, okay. You got smoke with him. That's my man still. You know what I'm saying? But before we introduce him. Yes. G-Money. Yo. Episode 224. Two, Nigga, we made it. We got a special guest. Facts. Before we do that, real quick, shout out to my man King P.I.B. in the building. Uh, you know, I, I am the brand ambassador of this this clothing brand right here. You know what I'm saying? Braveheart Edition. He's in the building. Uh, and I, I know you always say you don't you don't get nothing. So can, can we toss that over one time? Because he always be saying like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can come through and bring me nothing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's up? Now, nah, what you going to say now? I'm big man. I'm big man. Yeah, I didn't even get my size. What you got to say now, nah, big man? Good looking, man. What's up, man? I appreciate that. So you, you the ambassador. Facts. So now this is my problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you perform the money move, and because you my man, I have no choice but to accept this. You That's the money. Listen, you I don't like that. I don't like that. You, you ain't gotta put it on. You just, I'm, you, just, you I'm just, just passing yeah. it down because you, nah, you, you were like, oh, they ain't, me, me. they ain't seen nothing for me. You just forced me to participate nah, in something nah, I didn't want to participate in, but this is fire. <laughs> what is this? Pause. Braveheart Good edition, looking. man. Braveheart edition. Good looking. All right, let's get to it. We got a special guest. Legend. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us grew up watching this man. A lot of a lot of us, you know, in the when it comes to bars, idolize him. Mm. Um, put a lot of work in. Facts. Had a lot of hit records. It's alright <laughs> if you wanna. Yeah, I can sing that. 
Yeah, I can sing that. Fulfill your fantasy. <laughs> Maybe in my <laughs> hotel suite. But it's... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can sing it. Yeah, I can sing it. What, what, what happened? Man, I got 31 years. Huh? Yeah, I'm pressing nothing. Mm. Mm-mm. I stand alone in that. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't join me. <laughs> um, he said he never lost a battle. Um, but he's one of the best out here mm. when it comes to bar for bars. Philly legend. Round of applause for my man. Cassidy! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, my man? Thanks for having me, Flip. Thanks for having me, G Money. Yo, salute, salute. Why are you going to ask me, do we have to yell across the room like we don't talk loud? I mean, sometimes I do, sometimes I be calm, you know what I mean? <laughs> Might be a little hard to hear me. How you doing, man? Welcome. It's Thanks good to for see having you. me, man. I've seen about you got three. a nice looking studio, man. Thank you very much, bro. Work hard to get some money, man. Yo, what you huh? doing? He said, he said, I'm not getting no money, bro. No? I'm uh. not getting no money. Why you got to say that? Don't, don't watch We're not watching you. You came in here with a nice jacket. Well, you got it for free or you bought it? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you got make on it? You bought it or you got it for free? Did you use your your uh, status card? It looks nice. And you smoked in my studio. I ain't see the no smoking sign, so I thought I could light up. <laughs> you seen it with, you seen me holding it in my hand and you look down like, you know what I mean? Like it was cool, light it up. True, true, true. But welcome, man. We, we're happy to have Ojo's side. I haven't seen it about two, three years, but it's, you know. But I got respect for you. I put it out. Normally, I would have kept it lit. Alarms would have had to go off. Fuck it. <laughs> so your man chill, G. He's being rude. You say he got respect. He, you know? yeah, why you had to say the second part? Just give uh, respect and let's move on. There's always something with me in Philly. I don't want to have no problems today. It is always something with you in Philly, is yeah. <laughs> I got respect for you. I put it out, man. Put it well, out right away. How are you feeling? Oh, Joseph, how's everything? Take your time. Um, I'm excited, man. Energetic. I'm the energy, man. Just got back from the Middle East, so I'm a little mad at this weather. Mm. That's why I got the big coat. I ain't taking this weather the same. Plus, I've been down to Atlanta for a minute, so the weather ain't that chilly down there. I just went to Bahrain, Qatar, Abu Dhabi, Dubai. Out in Dubai, yeah, I seen, I seen you out in Dubai, right around with the with the little homie in the in the passenger side. He, he was a uh... yeah. I seen that. <laughs> the, the eight man. Yeah, yeah. Tank, that nigga. That nigga smart too, man. That nigga could open up the car door, sit in the seat, jump around the car. That nigga is a genius. What does that feel like coming coming from Philly and coming from you know what I'm saying, coming from the hood and and the the hustler and then being able to go out and be sitting with the ape in your, in your car now chilling, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a blessing, man. You know, some of them animals I was seeing out there, people would never be able to see like, you know, in person, maybe on the internet or something, but not like. Right, right. Right, close like that. Plus, it's like 0% violence out there. So, I come from a hood where it's like, wow, crazy shit going on, and you never think it could stop. You think, mm-hmm. like, that's how the whole world is. But there's niggas out there living their life, partying, enjoying their life. Don't got to worry about getting robbed, stuck up, nothing stole from them. Right, right. Don't got to worry about nothing. Just live life. So, now I know that's possible from going over there. That's the type of energy I want to bring to Philly and America, period. Because I know it's possible. I've seen it already. Yeah. So, hold on. What did, what did you... What did, so, you just come over here and stun on us? Like, what did you go out there for? Don't act like you're just traveling. I went out there. What? For what? <laughs> um, had a couple... 
couple shows. I mean, couple gigs. It was nice. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, um, that's like my 10th, 11th time actually going to the Middle East. Yeah, turn down, yeah, turn down a little. Big bad. Yeah, just turn down a little. What's up? I don't know. Um, pre- press the button again. Press the sound effect. You'll, you'll see it on that. Last, last one. So my thing, this is my thing with you. Why are you hyping that? Tenth, eleven time going to the Middle East. Like who cares? Big, like nobody cares. That's bro. big bags right there. Like man. I don't. I'm, I'm hating today. That's I don't want to hit nobody outshine and nothing. Okay, you went to the Middle East. Yeah, you hanging with orangutans and you seeing people there and lions and tigers and bears and they around you and nothing is happening. But all your side, that 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 is inspirational. All your side, man. I That's think fire. that um, I think that when it comes to you. I think a lot of people would want to not, but I don't think they would want to see you do too good. And what I mean is that the perception and the stories that we hear, we're gonna talk about it a little later. You know, people don't don't really. I don't think people really want to see you good, especially you know how, how you present yourself. You know, you undefeated. You do what you want. You walk around. I guess you know all the um, the face offs you do. You had animation to it. You talk a lot of bullshit. Sure. It's not bullshit to you, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you just, you talk your shit. For sure. But I do find it, um, I'm happy to see that you, you're out here doing your thing and you're still moving around and you're able to um, provide for your family and by doing what you love. So I have to give you credit. Before I get into the interview and get the Queens flip mode, I want to give you credit as a man to man. You know what I'm saying? So Appreciate that. You know what I'm all right, that's enough. I'm I got pre- to press a button. We got to be at the whole audience now. now. I got to press a applause button. We're going to no turn up on the numbers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so real quick, you know, uh, we, got the, we got the whole team. It's our first time even letting, you know, allowing someone to bring this many people. We got the whole studio audience. So if, if you want to uh, uh, shout out so many people in the building that's in here or they want to stay behind camera, that's cool too. If you want to shout some of them out, acknowledge some people that's in the building. Um, K Walker in the building, straight from Philly. Mm-hmm. You know battle rap. You know how he carry it. DJ Unique in the building. Salute, salute. The south side. My, my side, south side, y'all side. Most important person in my life in the building, Reggie Ratchet. She over there holding it down. All right. Bougie boss, the coach in the building. Look at D-Boy. Straight goon gangster in the building <laughs> holding me down. Knowledge the God is in the building. Hip-hop is real. You know, media platform doing this thing forever. That's the man right there. Fred Moolah, Fred Money is in the building, man. Okay. Courtesy of him, we here, man. You know, he done a lot of behind-the-scenes PR work on top of rapping and getting to that chicken. You know what I'm saying? So, we loaded up in here, man. You see the family is in here. My nigga Merc, Marcia Lago, the best producer in the world, he in here. Mm. He did a couple of my new singles. Nigga over there standing in the corner because he know he got that work. We in here, man. Okay. Salute, salute to the whole My team in the building. GF is in the building, man. You know, he do a lot of behind-the-scenes work, putting in that groundwork, stomping around, putting in that footwork. He in the building. I don't know what that part means, stomping around. Whatever. he, By any means necessary, man. Got Whatever got to be done, sure. he willing to I, I, do I it. I want to make sure we're on the same page. He one of them types. Okay. okay. Anything anything need to be done, he's, he's willing do to it. do it so he can move forward. Okay, cool. For sure. You can feel comfortable with that? <laughs> Sometimes you need that. True. <laughs> Yo, you'll maybe get at it. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to take you're my trying, time. You're trying to take your time. Listen, we're going to get there. Yo, so 
everyone knows, you know, the story of Cassidy, you know, the the the, the deals, the touring and all that, you know, the TV, the battle rap, but like give us a Cassidy story from Philly, growing up. Like give us give us the give us the I, early Cassidy story. I respect story. your platform too. I know how big it is. My energy ain't up because we just came from this Chinese store. Reggae ordered all type of shit, man. House <laughs> fried rice, house full main beef and broccoli, spring nah, it's, rolls, it's, all type of shit. It's all good. Don't worry so, about you it. Know, that's why you see niggas looking a little like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They going through something. I'm not even worried. That shit was hitting. Because when, when it's my time to talk, we're going to talk. So, hey, relax and, <laughs> and let the food digest and all the stuff you want to do. I, I, yeah, enjoy yourself. Yeah, get them calm. Actually, yeah, tell us a Cassie story. Like my man G. G, G talk to him, G, because he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Philly, talk about early Cassidy days growing up in Philly. Um, how early? Early. Childhood. Childhood. Early. That's what we go back at. You Five, six years old. Platform. Before before the rapping, before the battling, before before the hustler. Oh, five, six years old. This was before I moved uptown. This is when I was still down in North Philly. That's where I'm from, North Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So I was still down there, Victoria Street, Venango Street. I actually was just out there yesterday. I just showed them my old block where I'm from and all that. But um I was I was out there, you know, doing the shit that young boys do in Philly, man. Um, at five and six, you know, playing little games. I had toys. I'm ordering wrestling fights. I was like, spoil you. So my mom used to take me like to all of the wrestling matches and shit. I was like a big wrestling fan when I was young. Oh, so you see so many people up here. You recognize some of these characters up here then? Yeah. You know, I stopped watching wrestling once I got a certain age and realized that it was some bullshit. <laughs> but um, when I was like five or six, I was super into it. Mm. So you were, you were in Philly, North Philly. Mom's a day with, where Pops at? Um, my Pops is still alive, but he wasn't. Um, my mom and him wasn't in a relationship. Like they broke up. Gotcha. I don't know if it was before I was born or right after I was born or some shit. I don't know, but they wasn't really together. So I seen him from here and there. I mean, I seen him a couple times, but they wasn't together. So it was like me and my mom, basically. You, you, so when you saw him... And I got a little brother. He 11 years younger than me, though. So at that time, it was just me and her. Mm. When you saw him, like, you said here, here and there, like, it was in spurts. It wasn't like, was it like every other weekend or every weekend? Or it would be like years apart or months apart? Yeah, um, on my fingers and toes, I probably could count how many times I seen my dad in my life. Mm. Did the relationship get stronger as you got older, or you just kept it, you know? Are you one of those guys that, because he wasn't around too much, you didn't rectify it, pause, as an adult? And it's like one time I took a trip to Florida to see him, and I stayed, like, for... I don't remember like a week or like a week or some time. So if you want to count that, like every day you wake up is another time, then I'm lying if I say on my hands and my feet. But I just count that as just one time. Like that time True. I flew out there to see him, that whole trip is just like all right, one time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And and how old were you at this time? Like were you successful? Were you Cassidy or was before you? Um, yeah, the first time I went to go see him. I was like a teenager or something. I know I was rapping. Mm. 
but I wasn't like I wasn't known yet. I wasn't like signed or successful yet. You seen them since you've been signed and successful? Yeah. Oh, I just making sure. I don't know. For sure. The way you talking, like <laughs> one of those guys that said, "Man, you wasn't around. Man, you ain't gonna be around when I'm up." Nah, this- I don't hold grudges, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like for whatever reason, he wasn't around. I had to be for a good reason in his in his mind. Did you ever have you that combo with him, Cass? Plus, I got sons, so you know what I mean. He got grandkids. Even if he missed my whole life, he could still catch up. He still got shit he could do in this world. So I ain't going to hold grudges, be like, yo, I don't fuck with you no more and all that. You know what I mean? And my oldest son is about to be 20, and I was there, like, every day of his life. So he can't even tell you how many times he's seen me because he's seen me then every day of his life. If I'm not on the road or doing something, he see me all the time. So he can't even tell you how many times he's seen me, so... Me becoming that father might have been me not having a father figure around. Hmm. And then when I got um like around like 10, 11 years old, my mom got with her husband now, my stepfather. So, you know what I mean? When you like an only child and I know I got a real dad, I ain't really take him in right away. Like, you know what I'm saying? We was beefing. I ain't even really fuck with him like that. But as time went past and I see him support my mom, seeing how good of a nigga he was, and you know what I mean? How much love he had for me. As time passed, I started fucking with him, and he started being like a father figure too, so. Mm. That's real. That's real. What 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 did moms do? What was her occupation? Like, what did she do, like, as far as, like, when you were younger? Was she working? Um, yeah, my mom was working at the time. She was working at um, Atlantic Financial. This, uh, this, um, and she was like bartending and managing a bar at the same time, so she was like hustling. Mm. And like she was always working back then until she like got with my step up. When she got with him, um, she might have had a few jobs, but she ain't really work. You know, because he, st- so he stepped up. Him. Yeah. Mm. So moms are probably the first the first hustler you seen growing up. For sure. I be mean, I think she was the first person I see if she was a hustler, so guess you're right. <laughs> what? <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Yeah, stop. She was the first person I seen. Like you stop. <laughs> stop. Like, we're not rapping, we're talking. She one of the first, I mean, I I like, that's I a could, rap. You rappers, we just talking regular. Talk regular. He's like, he I am. Rapping. Like, you, but that, like, that, that's like, Literally, she would be the first person you see when you get at the hospital, but not necessarily <laughs> because you'll see the doctor that's pulling you out. Pause. So that wouldn't be mom. That's what I said. So it it might not be. I might have seen a doctor first, and he could be a hustler. <laughs> so I don't want to. I don't want to lie and say yeah, it was my mom. I don't know. That's dope, though. Yo, so. I know, I know, I know. A lot of hoods are similar, right? Like we all come from different hoods and different areas. But like, if you could paint a picture f- uh, for me about Philly, like what's different about Philly growing up that, that you can kind of describe to us? Like, what was it like being on the block? What was the atmosphere in Philly growing up? Um, I don't think I realized that while I was in Philly because that's all I knew. Mm. But like when we went back yesterday, and I done seen the whole world. Like I just told you, I done been in the Middle East wild time, seeing the world and seeing how people living. 
and then you go back there and you see them conditions, right? You realize how fucked up you had it. But when I was a kid growing up down there, I felt like mm-hmm. I had everything I wanted. Like I was cool. I was, I was like, you know what I mean, I was comfortable with it. I like Philly. When I was young, I ain't really see no problem with it. Right, right. When did you first go outside? Like, so, cause like you said, your, your brother is a is a eleven years younger than you. So that means when you was eleven, I'm saying, nigga, yeah. So when did you first go outside? At what age you stepped outside? Um, I got an older brother, too. Yeah, it's not like my biological brother, but it's my brother. He eleven years older than me, and um. What's elevens, nigga? What? <laughs> that's big. That's crazy. Yeah. My family, yeah. Now you yeah. wanna act like, oh, yo, <laughs> for real? Is that eleven is Both big, man? man. Now you wanna act like it's a family thing of elevens. Well, you good luck. Like it's good boy, it's luck. My mom, eleven years older than her sister. Oh nah. My mom' birthday one eleven. There's no more corn over there, yo, Flip. It's, it's, there's no closet. Man. There's no closet over there no more. <laughs> what are you talking about? What is he talking about? Was it planned out then? Is, 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 you think it's it planned out? I don't. I don't think it's planned out. It just happened like that, man. That's crazy. But the older brother that's eleven years older than me, like he was super in the street. Mm. You know what I mean? He was a hustler, a real nigga. So you know what I mean? He showed me a lot. Got me into the streets early. Got me boxing early. That's how I got nice with my hands. He yeah, I heard me, you like, could fight. Yeah. Super fighting when I'm like five, six years old. I'm super sharp before I even knew. Really, even what I was doing all the way is like. He had me in that bag from young, so um, I was in the streets with him far back as I could remember. You know what I mean, he had me right there with him, and niggas had super respect for me because he was respected in the hood, and I'm like his little brother. Niggas knew he loved me to death, so I was getting like a lot of respect, and niggas was like laying out the red carpet for me my whole life, and it just seemed normal. I ain't really understand it until I got older. The reason why. Mm. When you so at what age did you start rapping? Um, like my mom and my dad both rap before I was born, so I was like born rapping, like you know what I'm saying, in the hip hop and in the music and rap. But you know, I would play with it, say other people raps and flip it and write rhymes here and there, like have my own little phrases and shit. I wasn't taking it serious until like the fourth grade. When I was in the fourth grade is when I really started taking rap serious. Mm. Whose song were you flipping back then? Mm. I I don't remember exactly, but some of my favorite songs was like um, The Vapors from Biz Markie, Microphone Fiend from Rock Kim and Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, records like that like inspired me to want to rap. I got it made by Special Ed. Shit, records like those was like records that made me want to rap. Like, who? Okay, so <clears throat> when when we when we were younger watching Philly style, who created that? Um, Fresh Prince first album. Like this was before I was rapping. I was a kid. He was from Philly. Like. I was super young, and I remember just playing that back-to-back. That nigga had me, like, how he was piecing up them stories, like, telling stories in rhyme form. And that was so complex to me back then. I know it's not might not be now since nigga's super grown. But when you a kid, it's like that nigga was super advanced. He was, like, nice. So he inspired me to want to rap, too. So 
who like the Philly style as far as the boss things, who would you credit that to? You see how you guys rapping how you put your balls in. Y'all all have like a at that time a similar way of flowing and rapping. Who would you say you the first who was the first person you saw do that? Whether they were known or in the streets. Who did you see rap in that in that As formation? far as what? What you mean? I don't know how to explain it. Philly got a way of rapping. Back in the days when y'all was rapping, y'all all had this way of rapping and putting the balls together. You know how New York rap different? Well, actual bars, like how I rap, with like similes, metaphors, punchlines mm-hmm. all the time. Like I started that. Like nobody never did that style before me. Like, you know what I mean? And now now we got the internet and it's not just like you could say some shit, niggas be like, all right, whatever. Like now you got the internet. Like, you know what I'm saying? My shit is dated how I was rapping like this, coming with punchlines and being super creative. Mm-hmm. And I never heard nobody do it before in this style. The closest person before me to even do any type of like spaced out type of flows, like that was like super crazy. You know what I'm saying? Is the people that I give props to. Like cannabis. He came before me, he was super lyrical. Like he inspired me. Like um Big L, like Law Finesse, like Coogee Rap. Okay. Like um KRS one for sure. Like Scarface. Like all of them dudes played a part in me developing this style I created. But none of them was punching. None of them had like similes and metaphors until like later days, the later ones I named like Big L and Cannabis. But um, Big L would do it more scattered. Like, you know what I'm saying? People wasn't even ready for punches yet. So his was coming sometimes every four bars, every six bars. You know what I mean? They was hitting hard, but they wasn't as consistent as when I came. You know what I mean? Cannabis came with a more consistent he was doing more figurative language back to back, right? So niggas never heard that. That's why he was so crazy. But he was doing it in a more like um like backpacker, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm lyrical, but I'm like talking about the stars and the skies. He wasn't doing it like street, like Big L or like some other rappers. So I mixed all that together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Being creative, the lyrics, the the vocabulary, like even the choice of certain words that niggas use. Mm-hmm. Only backpackers and like super smart niggas could use these words I use. But I'm putting it in like the way niggas talk in the streets. I'm not just rhyming like I'm reading from a dictionary. Even if I use bigger words, I put it in a way where you understand it even if you don't know the word. That form didn't exist before me. Was there anybody in the neighborhood of Philly... At the time when you was coming up, that was rapping. That you could say, you know, that was outside. Because you know, we always have that person outside that's rapping before us. That you say, yo, I like that person or that person. I looked up to that person. Or no, it's just that you was you strictly got your inspiration from known artists. No, I, I don't know. I got my inspiration from all type of stuff. Okay, but this form of the science that I put together got is it. original. Is like come. I took a little bit of piece of what I like from everybody, but then I started to understand it better. Like it's a science to being nice. I used to think it was just luck or you just sporadically get nice, but it's like a science to it. And once I learned it, I started to master that. So I really knew how to do what I wanted to do, and that's why I started doing it all the time. Got you. Like I know how to punch and impress somebody. 
in a line, right? So if I know that's when I used to hear like Law Finesse say, we could battle, I let you pick the winner. I drop heavy shit like I had bricks for dinner, right? And he say something like this. Like, so it's like, pick the winner is four syllables. Bricks for dinner, that's four syllables. That's already advanced. Niggas still rhyming one syllable to this day. So in the early 90s or the 80s, niggas is talking like this. And there's a punch too because the drop heavy shit like you had bricks for dinner is figurative language. So shit like that was fucking me up. But if I had to wait for that to come and I knew that's what impressed me so much, imagine if a nigga did stuff like that back to back. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't even get a time to register the first one before another one coming. That's going to make me the best because nobody ever rapped like that before. Nobody never did that. So once I do it and I and I really stick to the science, every syllable is pieced and everything I'm saying making sense. But I'm punching every line. It's going to change the game. And that's what it did. The game never been the same since then. It's like hmm. they're not going to market and promote that. I'm not connected to them. They're not going to push that and let you know. But do your research. YouTube, all this shit is out. Look, the game never been the same since then. So they had to take it in a different direction. They knew lyric the beat lyrical after that came is too much. So now we don't even got to worry about lyrics no more. That's when it started to switch. And niggas started to catch waves like, you know, Lil John and the Down South and niggas start snapping and it wasn't about lyrics. It was about vibes and it's been like that ever since. It never went back yet because you... In order to go back, you got to either at least start where it left off. Like, where I left it off, you got to at least start there. And niggas can't even start there. So it's like, and they don't want to do nothing. Niggas got to do something. Niggas ain't going to just let that be the only thing they could do. So they're going to flip it around, make other shit interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got going on right now. But do you blame the artists or do you blame the people that's that's the the um the listeners? You know, because every, everyone's everyone's attention span is so is so fast, and everyone, you know, uh-huh. is, they don't have time to sit there and listen to the lyrics anymore. Now they, they want the vibe. You know what I'm saying? So, how do we how do we get back to uh, get back to that? Now I disagree. I think music always um have vibes. Like when I was young, you know what I'm saying we had MC Hammer. Doom, 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 can't touch this. Even though the beat per minute was different, all of the dances went to that mm-hmm. beat per minute. Every dance to MC Hammer, you could do the heavy D. You could do any dance that's out to that beat per minute. So that's what made it fire. Mm-hmm. He ain't have to be really rapping or talking that shit. It's a vibe, right? That was always around. You know what I'm saying? Where niggas ain't give a fuck about lyrics because in every predicament, you can't listen to lyrics. It's not like, you know, every time you watch TV, you don't want to watch a deep thriller where you got to pay attention to everything they saying and everything that's going on or you're going to miss the whole shit. Right. It's like people might love them type of movies, but just every day, all day, you might not could do that. You might want to watch a comedy where you could look away, talk to your friend for five minutes and look back and it's like you ain't even miss shit. All right, nice. cool. That's a good movie too. I want some action. Niggas just shooting shit up. I'm seeing blood. And I don't even, the storyline dumb as fuck, but it's just a bunch of shooting and shit. Mm-hmm. I want to see that sometime cool that's the same thing with music but at the end of the day it is people that like thrillers and want to think so what about them can't lead them out that's what i'm saying like right right now it's a lot more of the of the quote-unquote vibe than than the than the you know i don't think that's i don't think that's true neither it's all about like what the industry want to push at the time and they're going to push what's beneficial for them to make money 
they're not in it caring about the culture or what people want to hear or what people think of. Mm. Niggas is in this shit for the bag, bro. So whatever we can make the most money with at the time, that's what we going to do. And it's way easier to control somebody that don't got no lyrics and don't got no mind and can't think. It'd be way easier to make money off them than somebody that's super lyrical. Because if you're super lyrical, you got to have some type of intellect. Mm-hmm. You can't be super lyrical, have this vocabulary, say all this figurative shit and blow people's mind every time you rap. But be dumb as shit. You got to have some type of smarts. So if you start signing all these lyrical niggas, you're going to start getting businessmen and niggas that's going to start knowing they worth and demanding it and doing different shit like I used to see um, in the late 90s. And the, when I came around in the early 2000s, that's how niggas was moving. And that's too much. You had to deal with niggas that don't know shit and just keep flipping them around. Like, get tired of this one, move to the next one. And, and that's how the fans is, too. They not dedicated to nobody. It's like, yo, you hot at the time, you hot. You not hot tomorrow, the next nigga hot. We like the next nigga that's hot. We not, like, connected to these niggas. We not, like, loyal fans. We just pop ride the wave fans. And that's what the media, want, I mean, the business want to attack, those type of fans. Because those are the ones that's going to buy music. Right. I have an issue. Um, <clears throat> here's my issue. So when you speak to other people, right, bef- after you, right, like Reed Dollars or Joey Jahad or whoever rapping, they pay respect to Cassidy. Yeah. Right? But I just asked you a question. Um, and I guess it's an industry, not an industry answer, but... You're good at answering questions, but you're not better than me. So we're going to, yeah, 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 yeah. So I ask you again. I'm going to go right back to it. Okay. Because, like I said, when you ask other people, if I interview Reed, if I interview anybody, who was doing it? You know, Cass or Beans and stuff. So I'm going to ask you now for knowledge, whether it's, it's, it's for knowledge of um, the hip-hop, even though I know, I'm asking you, like, who back in the days before you came up, was doing it, that you can see that was making noise outside, that was rapping. You just, I asked you a different question, but that's what I want to know, that one. I oh, asked you a different a question, because now you, you can reverse it, was, it on me. I just picked what I did. But It was a bunch of niggas out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 who, who, who? From the city? From the city, yes. Um, One of them you just said, Beans. I met him before, you mm. know. Um, I got a deal, I got on, he was buzzing, he was super lyrical, had the city on smash. Um, then he got all of them state property niggas and they put that together so they all start buzzing. But for, but for them, um, you had Philly's Most Wanted. They was buzzing. They had some big records out. Um, major Figures was super big, but for that, like they like, in the city, it felt like they like inspired the state property run. Like for Hove to put all of them dudes together like that was like kind of like a major figure thing. But Major Figures had the streets on fire. They ain't really have no mainstream success like that. But if you was in the streets of Philly, you knew about them. They was like stars. Like, everybody knew they shit line for line. They was, like, big. Mm. Um, uh, Charlie Baltimore, you know what I'm saying? She got on. She was big, spitting, doing shit with wild, famous people all out in New York and different states and shit. Um. Eve, Eve was on before me, you know what I'm saying? Eve was doing it big. She was spitting plaques and just doing it crazy big from the city. Right. My nigga. Had so she was popping. Um, 
I love this guy. It's a lot of motherfuckers <laughs> from the city that was doing their thing. I man. love this guy. All the way back from Schooly D that inspired Ice T and all these gangster rappers mm-hmm. to be there gangster rappers. Like niggas was talking mm-hmm. shit from back then. You know what I'm saying? But fuck um Cool C and Steady B got locked up. They was talking that shit. Can't leave out EST. He like a real imp- you know what I mean? Niggas that all inspired me, all paved the way for me to do what I do. Like early I told you Will Smith, another nigga. Um, the Roots, mm-hmm. um, and they whole camp of spitters that they had, even from the beginning. Um, and you forget like, how many how many uh, fire artists Philly yeah, had. Like, I'm saying. I mean, we, we know it's there, but to, to see and hit, hit the list right now in the show, it's, it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's a, lot, like, it's a lot of them from there. Fire. It's a lot of them from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I know I'm leaving a lot of people out because, you know, it's right yeah. on the spot. But yeah. it's a lot of motherfuckers from the city that inspire me in different ways. That's dope though. You mentioned you mentioned Will Smith though. Like nobody really gives him credit for the, like the the rap. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime I I tell people like yo, I, I used to fuck with Will Smith back in the days. Like he's fire. You know what I'm saying? They like ah corny. Like but he early on paved the way. Like you know what I'm saying? Clean clean bars, clean music, but still got hit records. Like you can't you can't you can't put that nothing past that man. You know what I'm saying? And you're the first person I heard probably ever. And two, that's why I understand why kids might like certain music that I might not be into right now because. When I was a kid, I probably was liking stuff that I told you. My older brother that was 11 years older than me, he wasn't listening to that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when I'm riding in the car with my mom, that's all I'm playing. But when I get around him, we listening to some different shit. We listening to gangster shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I understand. Yo, so go, going back to when you started rapping, right? Because I want to... I want to hear the story of when you started to feel the confidence and you started to really know that you were getting nice now. You said earlier that you um, used to recite other artists' music and you used to flip it around, put your own twist to it. But, like, when did you start to get the confidence? Like, who who gave you the code sound like, yo, Cash? Nah, I you? never stole nobody else's raps. I nah, would nah, just, you said like, you use song that. format and do my yeah, own yeah, yeah. rap. But, um, like, I started writing early in my life, like, to Genesis games, like, I see y'all got the Nintendo, y'all got them old systems right there. Mm. You put in a Genesis game and you go to options. It'll play the music from whatever board that you put the number to. So a lot of them was like not really hip-hop type beats, but some boards had some knocking beats on it. So you go to the option mode, and the option mode, it'll make it loop like our CD would now, or something would just keep coming back and Mm -hmm. it just keep playing. So we'll put that shit on and write raps to that. We made those are the first songs I made. But I wasn't really counting them because I was playing. I wasn't taking it serious. I wasn't really thinking I wanted to be a rapper. It's just like was something to do. So mm-hmm. I wasn't counting that. But in the fourth grade, like I told you, that's when I really knew I wanted to be a rapper. When I wrote my first real rap, for real, like a real rap, and I said it to the classroom and they went crazy. Like, and they went so crazy and was asking me all these questions and they couldn't believe how dope I was. And I'm like, yo, I could shock people by just thinking of something, writing it down and say it. And mm. you could like make people go crazy like this. I'm like, once I seen that, I'm like, I want to be a rapper. So ever since then, I wanted to be the best. And I ain't have no bills, no kids, no responsibilities. I ain't even know about getting money from rap. I just knew I wanted to be the best at doing what I just did. Mm. So how you start rapping, and you in class, you start rapping to the class? like, Or it was like a certain a ta- a talent show or yeah, something Yeah, it was an after-school program. Mm. You know, the teacher going around asking what you're going to be when you grow up. Mm. Niggas saying doctor, lawyer, fireman, shit like that. 
the generic answers. Right. So when she get to me, um, I'm like, I'm going to be a rapper just on some playing around shit. But flipped it on me like, all right, if you're going to be a rapper, write a rap about the fire prevention program. <laughs> Come back and say it to the class and we'll let you know if you could be a rapper or not. And they were like, oh, yeah, hyped it all up and shit. So I'm like, all right, man. And that's when I had to go home and, like, focus on my first rap. But I did. And I wrote this shit, and I came back, and I said it the next day. And that's what they did. They went crazy. So that's how, ever since then, I've been, like, serious. That's fine. And then from there, the battling start. Nah, not yet. Okay. The battling ain't starting the fourth grade. This whole fourth grade, you still in the fourth it grade. It ain't start then. Oh, so you yeah, you started early. You still in the fourth. Yeah, I started battling a little after that. Like, you know what I mean? When I was like 12, 13 years old, mm. when I really started battling. And that's like in school, lunch rooms and shit like that? Yeah, anywhere on the block, anywhere niggas rap that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's when I started getting more confident. By the time I was 15... That's when I battle every day. Like, nobody could say they rap. And and I'm not going to go at them. Like, as soon as you say you rap or you, you like, like rap or whatever, I just was going off. Like, that was my, that's how I got a deal and everything, like, from that. I never did no demo, never did no songs. It was like, I just was rapping all the time, man. It's like, every every time, every day I was just rapping, rapping, rapping. And that's how I got on. So, so we were here like Philly guys come down to New York and, and battle, right, and do the rap and stuff like that, right? But that was like after you. That's when I started hearing about it, after you. During your days, you didn't come to New York and battle, did you? Or were you just going to the studio and rapping for people? I ain't get out here in New York. Like, um, I started, I, I got on this radio. All right, let me tell you. My One of my first managers, rest in peace, was William Hart, the lead singer of the Delphonics. They from Philly. Mm-hmm. One of my homies on the block was hearing me just go crazy on the porch, and he was, like, super impressed. He like, yo, I want to introduce you to my uncle, man. He was in the music business. He might help you out. So he brought me over there. He started, like, managing me, giving me advice, telling me how he got robbed for his publishing and all the shit he wrote and what he went through. It's like, really schooling me, put me on or whatever. And he had a studio in his house. One of his sons, rest in peace to his son, too. His son passed away, Khalid, but he used to produce for me. He used to work the studio, so that was the first, like, op- opportunity I got to record. So, um, while, while I'm over there um, working with him, he got a, another son that worked at the radio station, but he did, like, slow jams and quiet storms and shit like that. But he was telling me about a nigga named Zulu, it's another DJ that got a different show. And he do battles on the show. And he like, yo, you so nice. You be battling all the time. You need to call up that show. So I listened to the show one day, heard how it went down. And then I called the next day. You know what I'm saying? And you know back in the day when you used to call. I, I don't know how it go now because I, I would never call a radio. But back, in, back then, you call a radio, the shit be busy, 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 right? Then if you get a ring, the shit just ring. Forever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Thanks. Just keep ringing. So I'm thinking they never going to pick up. I'm ready to hang up. And all of a sudden they come, one, two, three, four, nine, who this? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that shit, like, they said it so loud and quick and it just, like, fucked me up that they even picked up. 
So when they said that, I'm like, the boy B. That wasn't my rap name, but my name Bars, that's like my name. People in the in the hood call people the boy something, or the boy James, the boy Josh, the boy David, like, and I was the boy B. So when they asked me, what's your name? I just told them my real name, the boy B. They recorded that, and they put up, tonight we got the boy B. And that's how I came on, so... That's how I got the name the boy B and started battling on the radio. It was like every weekday, Monday through Friday. So I was battling like five times a week. And once you become the champion, everybody know they calling to battle you, but you don't even know who calling in. And then all of the fans got to call in and vote for who they feel is the one. I became the champion for that, started winning for months and months and months. Started winning so much they had to retire me, and they made me a radio personality to judge other people's battles. That's how I got, like, big. Like, when I first met Beans, he told me he was a super fan, used to listen to it every day. Like, the whole city had the highest ratings. It shut the city down. Like, everybody knew the cypher about to come on. Everybody tuned in. It was, like, a big thing. And I was the champion. That was my shit. So, but back then, there's no social media. People don't know how I actually look. They just hear my voice on the radio every day winning these battles. So, I was just, like, determined to connect the face and how I really am with this battle image. So I was going to Broad Nolany. That's like a bus terminal down the street from the Central High School where I went. But all of the schools in the city normally meet up there because that's where, like, all the buses and the trains meet. And I used to have ciphers there every day, battling there every single day to match the name up with the face. And after about, like, a year or two of that, I was signed. Hmm. You got signed while you was in Philly, or did you come to New York? Because I heard you came to New York and did some rapping. Um, nah, I. Well, yeah, I had to come to New York, but the the. Um, well, the first time I went to New York, I had met Shaheen from the Wu Tang Clan. Mm -hmm. I had met him in Philly, and um, I was down like somewhere downtown. He was coming out of sneaker store. I don't remember all of the details, but somehow I was, like, rapping for him. He was, like, super impressed, took my information, then got with me and told me he wanted me to come out here. This was my first time coming out in New York. You know what I'm saying? Came out here to come see him. And the shit went all wrong, man. I was, like, a young boy. I ain't really know how to move around New York. I'm calling him from the bus shit. Then he told me to come to Staten Island, so now I got to get on a ferry and do all of this shit, and this is my first time out here. This nigga spinning me around all super crazy. I still never got to get with him. Never got to get with the woo. Mm. Never got to get with nobody. Just came out here on some, on some like he, he said, <laughs> I forgot the reason he made up what happened, man. But you know, I don't even give a fuck at that point. You by yourself I don't too? even give a fuck about your explanation. Like I, I'm supposed to be meeting the woo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I came out there, I don't meet nobody. And I bring two of my niggas, so now, and they get, yo, now we got to take the ferry back. By the time we get to the bus station, <laughs> the bus is not running. We oh, damn near yeah. sleeping in the bus station waiting to get back to the city. It was like a horrible moment, man, my first time in New York. But I met TD, Swiss Pop in Philly in the barbershop. And he took a liking to me, and he called me out to New York to meet the rest of his family and all that. So that was my next time out to New York, and it was like a way better time then. Damn, so what would have happened if you did, you know, link with them and met the Wu? Like, it could have been a whole other story with Cassidy right now. Yeah, you never know, man. 
So, so, so hold on. So, you, Swiss Pops, you said, you said his father, right? Took a liking to you, called you to New York. Then you went to New York, then did he have the studio and all that stuff? Like, you went and did the whole rap in the studio for him? Because you had to rap for somebody. Nah. I rapped for him in a, well, he was in a barbershop. He stopped in a barbershop. Um, my old barber from the Philly, his name's Sharp. He rapped too. You know what I'm saying? So T started talking to him about his rapping and all that. He like, man, I rap, you know what I mean? But I don't cut. I don't really take it serious like that. But you want a real rapper, like a nigga that's super nice, you need to have this nigga Cassidy, this nigga crazy. So he called me to the barbershop. Like, yo, I got some bald hair. He want to hair you. But I ain't know who he was talking about. But like I said, at this time, it don't matter. Anytime you say anything about rap or anything, I'm just ready to go. So I just go to the barbershop. I see the old head boy. He got on a rough ride hat or something, but he not DMX. Like, I don't know who this nigga <laughs> is. Like, who boy? Like, I never seen him before. So I don't think he nobody. I'm just like, all right. I just start blacking out. Rap for like five minutes. He like, let me hear some more. Once he said that, now I just rap for like probably 30, 45 minutes straight. And he was like, I fucked him up. He never seen nothing like it before. Took my information, told me he was going to call me out there, but I didn't even know who boy was. I ain't take it serious. Couple days later, my mom paged me. This when Beepers was out and I'm in school. I know my mom ain't going to page me unless it's something serious. She paged me, yo, you meet some dude named Terrence from New York with the Rough Riders or something like that? I'm like, oh, yeah, I did meet some old head boy the other day from um in the barbershop. She's like, oh, well, he says brothers is the CEOs are Rough Riders and they want you to come out New York. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, hold up, for real? Like, and she told me the whole story, left school, <laughs> got with my niggas and went to New York. <laughs> and, 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 that was, and that was a better situation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so did you, so, and that led you to get signed. Did you get signed the first time you went out there? I mean, actually, obviously it's the second time, but did you get signed the first time you met with them? Nah, um, I only got to meet Why the first time. Mm -hmm. Why was at the office, and um, T told him about me, and we went up in the meeting. And, but see, I went out there with Shiz, Lansky, and Kyle Akbar. I was just with Shiz yesterday. Those was the two members of my group, Larceny. Mm -hmm. But we wasn't a group when we went out there. I was called out there by myself. T and them wanted me to come out there myself. I just know they rap and they was like, you know, my team, like I fuck with them. So I just brought them with me. And when we get downstairs from the meeting, I'm like, yo, my nigga, I'm about to go up in there and rap for these niggas. They never heard me before. They don't know if we a group or if we not, or they don't know. Like, y'all know my raps. I know y'alls. I mean, we gonna get in, in there and back each other up, and whatever happens, happens. So we went in there like that and rapped for a while, and um, they were super impressed, but we had to wait for D. He was in Miami. So we waited up, up there, and um, D eventually came and heard us. Um, and we had to move around for a little minute. They ain't sign us, like, right away. But it ain't take that long. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not too long after we got around, we got signed. Mm. Mm. And while you was in New York, at this 
time that we're talking, this period of time, did you battle anybody? Yeah, like, that's what had to come first. Like, you know what I'm saying? They heard it's getting busy for them. Like, you know, just when we met them. But now they want to see if it's, like, how everybody else going to feel about this shit or, you know what I mean? So they bringing us around and, okay, you said you rap. We got somebody for you. We got we got, we got got somebody for you. And, and we was in the Yonka studio where it was, like, niggas was coming all day. Like, different artists from different places was coming all day. And every time they come, it just was on. Who did you battle that was known? Who did you battle? At that time. I don't know, man. I battled a lot of motherfuckers, man. Anybody beat you? I even battled people that were signed to Rough Riders. Like, they were signed already, and I wasn't. And I had to even battle them. But, you know, I got relationships with them people. I don't want to bring up no old battle. Respect, like, oh, you okay. lost the cast, and that was something new. And all. Yeah, respect. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? I got that. But I definitely had to go through. <laughs> I had to go through something. They wasn't they. Ain't, they feel like they got the dopest niggas in the world, so they're not just signing anybody. I had to prove that I was giving it up. And so even you, after I got signed, we went on a whole nother run of me battling. After I was signed to them, oh yeah. now, instead of like testing you out, like, oh, yeah, you said you rap? Let me see what you can do. Now it's like, nah, we got him. Like, not, nobody could fuck with him. Now we running around saying that. Did and, you battle no niggas? A lot of them. Okay, and you won? A lot of them. And Did you win? I never lost. I don't mm. know if you never lost. I that. never lost. I'm I don't, telling you. I can't you. confirm this. Mm. We're not doing this never lost stuff. Stop. Yo, man. Mm. Why you hyping him for? Never lost. Never will, right, guys? Never. Tell us, man. He don't know, man. So you never lost. You just don't want to. All right. So nobody beat you. Nah, never. You sure? Who actually give us this? Who came the closest to doing the best? Who would you say like when I battled this person, Flip? It was it was neck and neck. That time when I battled myself, that shit was the hardest one. Let's go. That was the real. That was like I, I gotta say that was the hardest battle I ever been in. Yeah. <laughs> Why you put the box on the table, G? You don't deserve that. This is someone's time. <laughs> Already? A, I waited a little. That like was a, a hot line of you? Not a hot line. He but seemed like he was serious, right? It, it, was, it was a hot line. It was a hot line. He battled himself. That's the only person he had competition with. Real nigga shit. I said, hey, yo. You know, the, 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 the sad thing about it is that, you know, it's okay to give credit. It's okay to give credit. It's okay to say your flip. But you just battled yourself, and yourself was your hardest opponent. Right? For sure. Shut your ass up, man. <laughs> For sure. Like, come on. This was, this, this, that was the, it shocked me, too. I thought he was going to say something. He's not serious. He's not, he's not playing. He <laughs> so, so, but, so you was coming out to New York because that was a thing, too, back in the days. Like, Well, like I said, like your era I really didn't know about, but the era after. You know what I mean? I just knew when you was on, you was hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, once I came out here, I moved to New York. Um, I and, lived but, in Yonkers. The the thing the thing about it though the thing what it was is that people from out of town, you know that was a trophy when they come to New York and they and they winning in battles, Puffy or whoever will let you rap in the studio. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, and it would um, determine certain things. Now you saying without saying any names that you know you had to battle, but because you did so good and was so so successful that you know nobody beat you. You just yeah that's on right. After I got signed, 
it went from the test run to me feeling obligated to hold the team down. So once I got signed to Rough Riders, you know, the locks, Kiss, Styles, X, they all drag. They all used to battle. Eve, too. Before I came around, they all used to battle. But once I came around, none of them battled no more. They didn't have to. Like, you had to go through me, and nobody could get through me. Did you so battle? that's why they never had to battle no more. Did you battle any of them? I told you I battled people that were signed to Rough Riders. Did you battle before. any of them that you just called? I told you I battled people that were signed to Rough Riders before I was. All right, so I'm gonna just assume that they they they, they washed you. So <laughs> I'm gonna just assume that I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go that direction. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that they they washed you because I don't think you'd be disrespecting anybody if you battled them and had a good and you know because you're battling with writtens, right? And you're not insulting them. It's just the best who has the best writtens and the punchlines. And a lot of people that you mentioned, they, they battled, yes. Drag, Kiss, Styles, you know, back in the days. I don't know, was Jay Hood around at that time? Like, I don't nah, I, I don't know if Jay Hood was around. Okay. I don't really count him. Like I, I wasn't. Got he got a battle on his own. But what I'm saying is nobody could battle them. Like, nobody could battle the locks. Nobody could battle Eve. Nobody could battle DMX. No, these are the people that I he was battling so too? in my mind. Nobody can battle them. Like you gotta go through me. And nobody could get through me. That's why they didn't have to battle no more. If somebody would have got through me, then you would have heard about one of them battling that. I, I see what around. you're saying. I got you. But they never battled again because nobody could get through me. So can you tell us a battle that you that not saying who won or who didn't. Can you tell us a battle that you had with somebody that had to go through that is currently successful or not successful or was successful at one point? That y'all battled this person. I mean, I don't know how you measure success. I battled a lot of different people, man. <laughs> yo, stop. I'm, a, I'm not really like a, I'm not going to name say, drop. yo, I battled him. Because like, I don't really want to. These battles you're talking about was so, so long ago. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like to bring it up right now, it's like it's like a clout chasing move. Like, why would you do that? Like, Got it. you beat me all that. Like, you what? You what? Uh, like, I, you beat me, but it's so long ago. Why would you say that? <laughs> so that's what the person will say to themselves. Yeah, like, why would he? Nobody will say now? that, bro. I'm, I Stop know playing. they Nobody will. Nobody will say that. I know they will. I, I know if job. I name the people. Like, names y'all know, like, that's going to stick out. Like, oh, shit, he battled him. And they like, yo. And I just told you I never lost. I said that before you said all this shit. So that means I had to beat this nigga. But, so now I want to know, yo, you let Cassidy beat you, yo? Like, how the fuck what happened? Like, Cass. how Cassidy, Cassidy beat him? Like, how the fuck that happened? Like, now is more questions and more shit. Now niggas got to ask more because you can't just let that go. I mean, everybody that, that was around is going to assume they talk about them now. They're going to, they're going to, it's just going to be, you know, they're they going to assume that. Assumptions is better than me saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas could assume whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. You're not wrong for assuming that I could beat anybody. Like, any name you come I don't up with, think assuming can, that I could beat them is like, I don't you think should. You can be, I don't think you can beat anybody. I'm just being honest. I mean. I don't think you can beat anybody. There's a lot of people that you can't beat. But I, I'm going to let you run with that, with that, with that narrative. I'm pretty sure back in the days, you know, fresh, new, young blood, you were coming in here and you going, and, you know, you had that serious look on your face. You were aggressive. You looked like you were ready to bite somebody's face off, pause. So it could be intimidating. I can see that. 
I can see that. I don't know what niggas gonna beat me with. What you think a person gonna beat me with? Out rapping me? No, man. How you gonna battle me with a style that I made up? I just explained it to you. This whole shit is mine. You did say it. You, so if a nigga do it and he do the same shit against me and y'all think he did good, it's like cool. But I'm still winning. That's my shit. Nobody advanced the nobody advanced the science past what I took it to. I see you said that earlier. Nobody did. No no like I never heard more figurative language, like more punchlines in somebody um verse than I ever spit. I never heard what? niggas rhyming more syllables and just like I never heard niggas uh, nothing. Uh, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, you talking about let me hear well, it. Con- conceited, con. Conceited. Uh, I, I mean, I was talking about real rappers. Oh. You want to talk about battle rappers? Oh, I'm a fool. I'm just saying like, they make so many mistakes like that I can mention. But I'm just saying, like, you you- I don't feel like nobody could fuck with me. Like conceited wouldn't even have no style at all if it wasn't for me. He can't say he got his style from nobody else but me. Every time you hear him, you just <laughs> think of me. No, everybody. No, no. Get that nigga Khan. No, everybody. No, 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 no. Everybody. Don't talk about Khan like that. Stop playing. Don't talk about my man like, like that. And it take time. Don't talk to about grow. my man like that in front of me. Nah, when people first come out, like you know what I'm saying, as time go on, you start to be like, all right, that's just him. But when you first <laughs> heard him rapping that. like that, you thought it like everybody thought of me. You never heard nobody rap like oh, he's trying to be like Cassidy. Everybody said that. Went through I, I, that forever. At a, in the beginning stages, but then but he, he went he, through he that up, forever because that's my style. He upgraded it. Tremendously, How? he Where? did. Let me hear it. Rap, I can't, I can't rap play the rap. Right now. I can't play. Rap the rap that you feel he said. I that's don't an upgrade. I don't want. I want to hear it. The slow it down. The the triple double entendres. I want to hear, the, I wanna slow hear it the actual rap. You don't do triple entendres. Like I want to hear the actual. You don't do that. that. It upgraded, brother. Upgraded. It upgraded. Regardless of what you. Congratulations. You started a wave. Yeah. It upgraded. I don't think so. You don't think it upgraded? Hell no. So you think that Khan, just using him as an example, might have taken your style because people did compare him and say he rapped at, at, at a point, I remember that, and just kept it the way you were doing it or did it at a standard lower than yours. That's what you're saying. Because that's what I, I'm taking it as. If he didn't upgrade it, which would be higher, that means he either did it on the same level or lower. Yeah, lower. <laughs> Like, why are you acting like you confused about it? Like, yeah, I, lower. I am. No, I am. lower. Yeah, lower. He did it lower than me. Like, all right, all right. Let, let, let's go before we mean? get. All right. like, <laughs> I am confused. So, 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 so. Anyway, you you rapped. Mm. Nah, you ain't gonna talk about my man like that. <laughs> I don't like this. You mean lower? Never, nigga. Never. So higher? Yes. Then Cass. Oh. Yes. So say the rap. You don't even know none of his raps. I don't know anybody. All you know raps. is slow it down. <laughs> yeah. No. If he was a good rapper and you liked him that much, you would know at least a couple. Bars, I'm not sitting here spitting nobody's raps right now. Everybody got that's a favorite trick rapper right that's now. That's the trick. That's the trick. The old school trick. Yeah. Spit it. No. I ask no. niggas to do that all the time. Niggas be like, yo, such and such, you heard his new song is hot. I'm like, what he said? Niggas don't know nothing the niggas Nobody said. wants to regurgitate anybody's lines for somebody else so on demand. It, how is no, it no, I'm not going to do that. How is it hot then? Hot stuff you remember. Who said I didn't remember it? I was there for half of his battles. You don't, because you ain't say nothing. I don't Let want to. It. I'm not going to do it on cue, because you'll be like, oh, that's whack. No. No, I know your tricks. I'm not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Not me. No. No, pause. I'm not falling for that. I'm not falling for that. But, Yo. okay. 
Sorry, G. You got to no, be tight, G. I know you like it. You got the box head. Nah, I, fu I fuck with Khan. He's super talented, but it's not like you could put him up there with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Like, not even just with battle rap alone. Better yet, all the other shit I do outside of battle rap. Like, he don't even know what to do in the studio. Can he even ride a beat? Like, you don't, you never even heard him probably on a beat before. Except that, one, like, what, when you heard him on beat? You don't even know if this nigga could make a song and you trying to compare him to me. That's I'm, not cool. I'm not like, trying I to compare too him much. to I'm I did not too I'm much to put this style on for too long to be compared but you to somebody also, like Also, as being the inventor no of that No disrespect to him. No, I know, I know. I'm talking about all of these battle rap niggas. Like, can't compare me to them. As being the inventor of the style. Because I master battle rap. Niggas can't beat me in I that. Mean, and I, I do I, wild I, other shit. As mm. being the inventor of the style, you should Like, be I wrote for my Yo! favorite rappers. <laughs> the niggas that I looked up to before I even thought about rapping, I wrote for them. Wrote shit for them. Gave them bars and they bat in the eyes and okay. took it. Yeah. So why would I think a nigga... Uh, like, come on, these niggas. By can't being fuck the with inventor of that style, you should be proud. And I didn't just write battle rap. And on top bars of that, you duck mooked for a long time. You duck mooked for shit that went on. On top of that, you duck mooked for a long time. It was on beat. Crazy shit. On top shit of I that, you duck murder mook for a long time. We never get to that I yet. Never duck mook. Mook yes, came wild years after me. Mook started talking that shit after I got signed. I'm the reason why Mook blew up. All them smack DVDs, why he got attention was mentioning my name. He'll let you know that. I'm the reason why Mook got all that attention. It wasn't from battle rap. Niggas never seen no battles back then. They just knew Mook was calling out Cassidy. And everybody else was scared of me. Because they know I was going to give was. it to them. I heard no, they was. If somebody else with a bigger name that was worth it at the time would have said that, they would have died. But Mook, you a little nigga. You don't got no record. You don't got no deal. And battle rap ain't even big like, like what it is right now. What is you? You don't even matter. I told you what I'm coming back for. You don't got that type of money. I'm not battling for this little DVD shit y'all doing. Like, I'm, I'm beyond that. I already told niggas I'm not coming back till I get a quarter million. Before Mook started doing all that shit he was doing, I already said that. So it's like me. I am battle rap. I gave these niggas a lane. Give me a second. When I first seen Mook, when he was doing all that shit on the DVD, and I ran down on Mook in the airport, you want to know what Mook told me? Yo, my nigga, niggas told me in order to be the best, you got to go against the best, and you the best. That's what he told me. Just like all them other battle rappers that you mentioned, and they know I'm the best. So it's like, come on, man. So I'm talking about from, I'm, I'm, I'm from New York. Um, sit up a little bit, cause the mic the mic is blocking your face. I, I, I want the world. Yeah, all right, yeah, all right, cool. I want to look you in your eyes. I'm from New York, right? So I'm speaking from the New York standpoint. I can't. I, I don't know all that sign shit. I just know a nigga from New York that was coming up, that was killing the DVDs, was calling you out. They had a couple of dollars, and you said no. That's all I know. Have at the enough time. money. That's all we remember. We don't remember yo, all this other fancy yo, shit. Airport. Yo, 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 I saw yo, yo. you at JFK. Yo, I don't yo. care about that. Yo. We saw Murder Moo call you out after he did crazy. Yo. And we saw call you. That's it. If I say I got a zip of some rapper weed and I'm going to give you a deal, I want $250. And you're like, yo, I got $20. And you're like, yo, a nigga offering you. He got $20 right there. He offering you money right now. I see what yo, you're I don't give a fuck how much. I don't. Yo, he could scream this $20 as loud as he went, jump around with it all day, every day. You is never going to get this zip. Never, no matter what you do, you can have on the best costume. You can make all these different type of faces waving this twenty around. But if I want two fifty for it, you're never going to get it for twenty ever. Do you regret not battling Mook back then? Because you know he, he's considered the top in battle rap now. No, Mook wanted to battle me, just like every other battle rapper do. I'm not shocked at that. 
that's automatic. They should they should want to do that. That's like a lifetime accomplishment. It's like I mean, <laughs> I, 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 Yo, G, what the? It's like really? come on, man. No, hold on. Listen, I'm not shocked that Mook is the top of battle rap. Woo. Still, no. Mook is not the top yes, battle rapper. Is. I sold the most tickets at a venue. Oh, I sold the most pay-per-views ever Hitman in Hala, battle rap. Hitman Holla's on TV. I put up the Come most on, numbers. Stop. I know the truth. I generate the most numbers every battle. Nobody yeah, bigger than me in battle rap. Dude. And yeah, I get paid me. the most. So nobody not bigger than me in battle rap. And I run shit. Like, ask the, ask the league owners. Like, like, I got real personal relationships with these niggas, man. Like, I could, yo, my nigga, if I was, like, shiesty like these battle rap niggas, I could make niggas not even battle no more. I, like, run this shit. They know who bringing the real money in. I'm not just talking because I could just rap or a nigga go, ooh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about really control this shit, run it. Me, Cass, the energy. So, Mook is not, Mook, so I'm I'm, going to repeat what I said. My face-off, my last face-off did more than Mook last two battles. You talking about with Hitman Holla? My last face okay, off. Okay, Hitman Holla's on television. Did Mook last two battles. Hitman Holla's on television. What are you talking about? Hitman Holla's on television. My last face off. You're not the only one. I didn't one. say my last you battle. You battle Hitman. Oh, Yo, my nigga. Yeah, 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 My yeah, nigga. Yeah. Hitman Holla that nigga. I didn't say my last battle. Oh, right. I said my last face off. Which one? Against Hitman Holla? The last one I had. Against who? I did more numbers than niggas last two battles. Not just Mook. Anybody last two battles. Do you not... Give credit to Hitman for contributing those numbers. Because he's on television. My last face-off did more than Hitman last two battles, too. Fuck is you talking about? Right, let me see. I don't believe that. Don't fuck believe is you talking about? Talk to him, Cass. I don't believe that. What is Boy talking about? I don't believe that. Your last face-off. His last Ooh. battle was Calico and Easy. What are you talking about? Yeah, what about? Yeah, and, my face-off did more them, numbers than both of them. Hold on, one of them didn't both come out them. Yet. Hold on, hold on. And that's gonna be a good battle when they drop that um easy and Hitman. It's gonna probably do a million views. Or I was dead with fire. It's I was dead. Do maybe two, but what okay. I'm saying is your last face off against Hitman, correct? Is it Hitman was the last one a year ago? Yeah, three point six million. Yeah, Dude. yeah, you can repeat it. The battle is five point. <laughs> the battle is five point six, but that's not all because of you, nigga. The niggas on television, seen by millions, nigga. Yo, don't try man, to take credit. Don't try man, to take invisible credit. Man, oh, invisible credit, nigga. Hit, oh, fuck out of here. You can't hit, do that to me. Who man, are you talking to? Hitman had two battles since then, and you see what you're talking about now. Me and Hitman battle, because that's what matter. We talking about number-wise. If Hitman was, like, even with that, then the last battle we had would have did the same thing. The, all the battles he do. It's not about Hitman, bro. I'm the energy. Uh, let me see. Let me just see something real quick. Wow. Hitman and Calico got 2.3 million. What the, wow, so you got a three points. Okay. That's corny. Hitman get views. Hitman is on television. You're just a guy that can rap. You invented a style. Your name is is all over. We ain't gonna take that from you, but you can't. Stop with this this invisible. Uh, nigga, who you think you are? The silver surfer? Who you think you are? Nigga, you just going through shit? No, nigga. Give Hitman all his credit because him being on television contribute to the eyes watching that. That's it. I don't think so. Oh, you're just, I, and I, I respect you. We have to agree to disagree. I don't think Wild and Out crowd came to that. Like, this shit is They mine. watched it. Of course they Wild do. Wild and Out don't got shit to do with my culture. This is my shit. Before Wild and Out it's existed, 
I was around. I was on the first episode of Wildin' Out too. You know that? Why you think Nick Cannon brought me on the first episode? Cause I'm the fucking energy. I gotta, I gotta give it the green light. Once I stamped it, oh, all right, we gonna accept these niggas battling. Cause Cass was there. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Man? Let's go. Let's go. Who's the top battle rapper to you right now, real quick? Who would you consider as the number one battle rapper? Me. All right, who's the number two? All right, okay, who's number two? B. Um, <laughs> number two, it'll be a toss-up between, like, Mook and Lux. Okay, so you consider Mook and Lux number two between them. And can you give me a number three? Mm, it's a lot of names, like, that could fill that number three God, slot. So you that's, like, leave that too number. even, and, like, it's God. too debatable with that. So but you, I think it's less debatable with like Lux and Mook being over top of everybody else from the work, the 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 amount of energy, the shit that they did, all the people that they don't fuck with, all the shit they, you know what I mean, and then me being up there like over them. <laughs> That's like clear. Now the third spot is like foggy. You know what I'm saying, it's like, bro, you, you, yo, bro, nobody. <laughs> I love a it. lot of your shit is outdated, bro. Like, stop. I'm not gonna sit here. Like, it is, and you that know make that. Make it even worse. That I'm that I can't be beaten with some outdated shit. Like I don't even take it serious. Like I could have used some old shit on these niggas and they still can't beat me. So imagine when I imagine if I really get focused, what's gonna happen? So you so all this time you're making all this money, you wasn't really focused. No. For a battle rapper, no. Why would I get really focused for them? Like, yo, my nigga, I fuck with battle rappers. They know that I fuck with them. I give them advice. I fuck with them. I talk to them. I but I'm not afraid of no battle rapper. I don't take, I don't think battle rappers is a threat to me. I know too much could bring too much shit to the table. I don't feel threatened. So I didn't like, oh, I got to transform the battle. No, I was like, man, this shit going to be easy. As soon as they offered the money, I'm like, yo, as long as they got the money I want, I'm about to kill whoever. Mm. Like, when I battled disaster, when I came back after 15 years, like, you I see how that. fat I was. I wasn't even in shape. I didn't even take it serious. I just wrote them raps the first couple of days, bro, and had clips filled. Even the battle got messed up. I came the next day with new raps. Clip filled. And I did that shit in a couple days. I don't even take that shit serious, bro. And I got the most money a nigga ever made in battle rap. And I ain't even take it serious because I know that's my shit. These niggas is all doing shit that I done made up. I done made famous these niggas running around with my wave. Why would I take that serious? Act like I got to give my all to beat these niggas. I, man, I could, it's like boxing. I could tie one hand behind my back and still beat niggas. What's wrong with this nigga, man? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, my boy talking tonight. Let's go. <laughs> my boy talking tonight. Now, I just want to make sure you know what you're saying. You can say it. Like, are you sure? Like, because sometimes I think that when you <laughs> like, I think that you were a big fan like Peter Pan and movies like that, like like Alice in Wonderland and all these movies back in the day, Snow White and all these fiction, fictitious movies. Like, what you be talking about? Obviously, when you battle these guys, a lot of battles that you battled recently, even up to Goods, they said you lost. Who said that? The fans. The fans are the judges. Not my fans. What mm. fans? How can you separate Not them? Not my fans. Cassidy, on the polls, they all, I think one... You know, like in the world, is yin and yang, right? No matter what you do, there's always going to be a bunch of people that feel the opposite way. 
going to disagree, going to hate the fact that you feel this way. That's how the world made. That's what makes the world so interesting. It's not like all robots going in the same direction. Because it's yin and yang, which makes it like interesting that I'm kind of like this or I'm kind of like that. Like It makes you unique. So I just want you to know no matter what I do, there's always going to be people out there that will say you lost or hate the fact that they want to see me lose. But I didn't. You know who lose when after they battle me, they battle a littler nigga for a littler amount of money. And then you see the views go down. Then you see me, I get a bigger bag, battle a bigger name, and the views go up. So who's winning and who's losing? Oh, man. My last battle did the most pay-per-views ever, the most ticket sales ever. My shit went up. It went up. Where? You just mentioned it. You're talking about RBE. Yeah, RBE. They biggest date yet. Yo, I talk to ARP all the time. He'll he'll let you know. You ain't seen me at his last event. I hosted it. I did his face-offs. I was at Smack last event flipping the coin. You want to know why? Because they want the energy there. Every league. It's, they not disputing that. Ask them. They announced you in Freeway, bro. Ask them, bro. They announced you in Freeway. Why? I don't know why they did that. I told them that wasn't a good decision. But you accepted it. I accept the bag. I don't pick my opponent. I don't say, yo, I want to take the bag to battle him. No. You give me the bag, pick who you want me to battle. <laughs> I told you you getting more money now. So you might got the bag. You say you got the bag for me. You pick who you want me to battle. I'm not going to argue with you or say, no, I don't want to battle him. Whoever you pick, I will battle them. So you, will no accept, problem. you, you will accept anybody. No problem. Got it. Even okay. myself. Like ARP just did that. I just had another one round battle with myself. Oh, ARP yeah. put some money on the ground because I don't really got no competition. So he had to have me battle myself again. And I accepted it. I did it. So if I battle myself, what make you think I won't battle some did other Did that footage nigga? come out? Not yet. It ain't out yet. So what if nobody wants to pay you any more money because they feel like nobody wants to battle you because they feel like you're not worth battling? About nobody that? feel like that, though. Okay. That's like a weird question to ask because nobody in the world feels like that. No league owner feel like that. No battle rapper feel like he don't want to battle me. I don't think they feel like that's the yo. I'm like the the end. They like most people don't even call out my name because they don't feel like they even did enough or got enough power to even say it. They know that shit ain't gonna make no sense. What in the world? They like yo, this nigga so big and cost so much that I'm not even gonna say his name. That's how niggas look at me. There's only like a handful of niggas that even think they could even potentially even think that they could get a battle. Like, it's different with me. But every single person would love to battle me. Whether they die, live, whatever. Some people might like, yo, he washed up, I could beat him. I don't really believe that, but they might say it. And some people like, yo, man, I know I can't beat Cassie a legend, but I just, what the fuck? I'm battling, I might die anyway. I want to die against him, the biggest bag, the most niggas going to see it. It's like the biggest thing ever. It's like, why wouldn't I want to do that? Then it just lose the goods to somebody. It's like, what is that going to do? You said what? To lose the goods to somebody. Mm. You lost the goods? You just no, said? A, ra- a battle rapper. You like, thought yo, you'd be good too? I might too? lose the goods. I might lose the hitman. I might lose the fucking you disaster. Think you, did you I th- might lose the fucking anybody. So why not lose the cast? He like, it'd be a better 
deal for any battle rapper. That's how they feel. Do you think you beat Goods? Of course. I beat Goods with the first, like, 12 I spit. Like, once I spit that 12, it was just clear who was better. And niggas start getting mad. Niggas like, damn. Like, they was mad. You could just clearly see who was better. Like, after the 12 bars, after I was in his face, you like, yo, it's clearly, damn. And that's when you get frustrated. Like, because niggas want to see me die. But they never brought nobody to the table that could do it. And y'all real battle rappers. Y'all battle your whole life. You talking about slow it down. I do all this. Y'all hop around and battle your whole life. I, I don't even battle. I don't even really do that. Like, if you want to count the amount of battles, how many battles I have? Four? That's like a rookie, a baby. A nigga should be PG. Nigga shouldn't even know about me yet. But I'm the biggest nigga in battle rap. I only have four <laughs> battles. <laughs> All right. All right, man. All right. Four All right. battles. All right. Let- My first battle did so much numbers, bro. It's like ridiculous. My first one. What are you talking about? That's disaster. Yeah, my nigga. It's like that shit did so crazy. And that's my first battle. Number one. I think you did good on that one. Number one, bro. So I'm the energy, man. It's like it's not even a, a argument. Some niggas like the fact that I held it down this long and I'm still giving it up. And some niggas just mad that I've been talking shit for this long and nobody did nothing about it. Like, yo, all right, he was talking shit when he was younger, but y'all gonna let this nigga just, <laughs> all these years pass, he's still talking crazy and nobody could do nothing about it. Niggas don't like that. Same thing like niggas don't like Floyd undefeated. Somebody want to see him lose, that's why they keep watching all these exhibition that's matches. And he taking all y'all money every time, just like I'm gonna do in battle rap. Y'all think one of these niggas gonna beat me is gonna be like a Floyd exhibition match. I think a lot of niggas could kill you, but you know we're just gonna. I don't think I can convince I you. Don't. I don't. Think. I don't. Who you think could beat him? What? Who you think? Who, who you Gichi think could beat him? Tay Rock. I like Gucci. Murder Mook. I know Murder Mook kill this nigga. <laughs> Lux. Lux not even a style for it. Lux and him won't make no sense. Mm-hmm. I think Khan to kill him. I think Rum Nitty will kill him. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think that they'll kill him. He mm. know that. I ain't going to lie, man. Them niggas that you mentioning, they definitely serious and battle rap, but they like babies to me, man. They'll tell you the advice, the shit that I be going on with them, what I be doing with them, man. I don't think, like, y'all don't understand what's going on, man. They like my young boys. Like, Rock, he nice. These niggas you naming, they nice. Geechee Gotti, one of my team captains, he nice. But they like, man, I'm the advice giver, bro. I'm the old head. I'm like... They respect it, man. Ask them. Come on, bro. Okay. Like, they need to battle each other. All these people that you naming, they can't all battle each other. That's what they there for. But, like me, I'm I'm like a different type of sandwich, man. (laughs) I think Mook will kill you. You know that. Especially for letting him wait that long, too. I don't think think he'll battle you. I like them, so I called them to do a song. Like, expect the unexpected. I'm like, yo, we ain't going to battle, but, you know what I mean, we could wild out on this song like we battling just for the culture. And I gave y'all that, gave you wild other songs with Mook. Even did a cypher. Remember, it's me, Eve, DMX, Murder Mook. We did the cypher. You know what I'm saying? And you see how I carry it, man. It's like, it's just, <laughs> I'm just that Would you ball, ever battle man. Mook if he wanted to? If he wanted to? Because, you know, the choice would be his, not yours. Yo, if you put the right amount of money up, I battle Mook, Mook, best friend, and 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 my mom all together. 
It's so crazy. Yeah, you got because I. So, oh my god! I battle my step pop, my little brother, and murder moot. Three against me. I'm like it don't matter, man. So if I battle my family members and battle myself and battle all these people that I really give a fuck about, why would you think I wouldn't battle Mook? Like I fuck with Mook, he cool, but I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with Mook more than my little brother or my mom. I see. What you're I don't. I, see what you're saying. Um, I never would. But I got you. Um, real quick, mm. let's go. Cause you know I, I did jump the gun because you know the way you were talking kind of deviated me from from my goal. So let me get back to what I'm saying. You got signed in New York. Um and when you got signed, you were living in Yonkers for a while, right? For sure. You got signed. And you were battling people and you were killing people, cool. You're not gonna say no names because you you feel like it's cloud chasing. What was the next step to where the ball started rolling. Because now, in my mind, you're living in Yonkers. You're around everybody, LOX. You're around Rough Riders, Swiss, everybody. What you mean as far as the ball rolling? What you mean? Like the ball, because, well, you know, when I heard of you, it was like in the music, right? Like when the ball started rolling, like, because when you, you said when you got signed, the ball wasn't rolling automatically, nigga, you was just signed. Were you, were you, did you start making money? Did you start... Making the hit records, did they put shit out? You know what I mean. How long did it take for you to shit to start moving at that time? From when you signed in New York and living I in York. People think like when you get signed, you just sit there until you could make a good enough record. Okay. Then when you make a good enough record, they'll put it out. But if you ain't putting out no records, you're not making good enough music, or you ain't making hits. And that's not how it works. Like, I had plenty of, plenty of hits before I even got backing money behind these records before they started getting pushed in everybody's face. I was making wild hits. Crazy shit. I so never I started heard. making hits ever since I first got signed to them. All right. I was in the group Larceny, we had a lot of hits. A lot of people's style and the way they do music is based off the way we was doing music out at that time. Got it. And it's music that never came out. Only certain people was hearing it. Okay. But it was hit records. I played some of them old records the other day, and I feel like they still hits now. So mm. I felt like I always was making hits, but I didn't get a chance to let the world know until the company started putting money behind it and putting it in your face to let you know it's a hit. Like, the companies tell you what a hit is. Mm. Talk about the um, the first time you linked up with Swiss and started collaborating with him. Um, I linked up with Swiss as soon as I signed the Rough Riders. He was, like, the biggest producer over there at the time. Facts. Doing wild shit. He had a lot of hits out when I first got down with him, so he was already lit. I started connecting with him from the beginning. That's how we start building a relationship. He seen how vicious I was, how I was killing everybody in the battles. So when he started to develop, he wanted to get his own production company, but he needed an artist. Mm -hmm. So he like, yo, I got the beats, I got the ideas, I wanna start the production company, but I need artists. And he wanted me as a solo artist, even though I was in a three-man group. Mm -hmm. He ain't like the group all together, he just wanted me as a solo artist. So. That's how we like worked it out, and um, 
I got like separated from Rough Riders and got down with Swiss. That's when the adjustment was made. And because it was like family, it was able to go smooth. Rough Riders let that happen, was able to get out that contract and get in a new contract with Swiss. But it was only a production company with Swiss, so now I needed a deal. So that's when I went to J Records, Clive Davis, and I got a deal, an artist deal. So I was signed to J Records, but Swiss Beats was my production company. Mm. Like Full Surface was my production company through right. Swiss Beats, but I was actually signed to J Records. Hmm. And then when did the single come out? When did you do the single? With the, the first one was the R. Kelly joint, right? Yeah, the single came once I signed the J Records. Once you signed the J Records, that's when the the budgets open up. That's so when, hotel was already that's done. That's when you get money. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I once I signed the J Records is when I started working on the first project, and I started me. Hotel is on my first project. That's the first single of my first project. I remember. So I started recording and making the album, and the, you know what I mean. Once I signed the G Records, was was that record already done already, or you had to go do it in the studio? What you What you mean? The record hotel, like was it was it did done you, previous to me getting signed? No, no, no. Listen, after you got signed and you did that, I want to know about that record. That's what I want to know. All right. Was the record like was it like a record that he did and gave it to you and you hopped on it? You know, how some records is done already; they have the hook and everything, or you did the record and or switch. Organize the whole thing. Who R. Kelly? You mean? Did yeah. he, R. Kelly give it to me? Yeah. Nah, me and Swiss came up with that record. Like we had the beat, we yeah. had the concept, the idea, the whole direction of the song when we went out to Chicago to, to meet with R. Kelly. Got it. So we just took the took it into the studio, let him know the idea, the direction we want to go in, and we played the beat. And that's when he start, you know coming up with all that shit that you hear on the remix, the original version. He's like, on and out. Chill, man. <laughs> you trying to go with it. I love you. It's my man. You know what I mean? That nigga funny. He good. He's good. He's good? Yeah. So it was a hit. So, yeah, um, it. yeah. So it felt like one. Like, even after we told him the concept and he went in the booth and he started singing all that shit, I'm just like, damn, because I always was an R. Kelly fan already. Like, you know what I mean? So to be in that shit with him and he fucking with me and doing my record like that, I'm like already feeling like it's a hit before I even wrote the verses. So then we leave R. Kelly's studio and I go... (laughs) 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 No, we... We left R. Kelly's studio. I like this guy. I went to my hotel that I was staying in in um, Chicago. I actually rode it in a hotel. And me and Swiss was back in the hotel. And I just zoned out and came up with the verses. Salute. And Clap. once I came up with the verses, then I went, um, I went and laid it. And it was done. We already had R. Kelly parts. He already laid. I, I know. Whole shit already. Yeah, I got you. I got you. What you laughing at though? I want to know. He's, he's just funny. He just. He just. How are you funny? He tries though? to keep it. It's alright. It's I'll say it later. Cause I feel like if we waste too much time on this, I'm gonna just go in and then we we gonna get in trouble. I know. Right? That's that's. Look, see yeah. this right there. Look, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know what's up with it. Um. 
I don't know if you saw an interview. So we did it. We did an interview. Let me just go straight into this. Mm-hmm. We did an interview um, with Leek Moss, right? And he had a guy up here named um, Pretty Flock. And Pretty Flock, you know, he he was talking about how he felt how he was treated by you and how you treated some of the team members at the time. How they went to Canal Street and bought fake uh, Jordans and, and stuff, or you sent them there, or how sometimes they would have to actually take a shower in the he crib. He said I sent them to Canal Street? What, you, what did they say? He said that you sent them to, Flock said you sent them to Canal Street. Uh, you never heard it? You never heard the interview? Nah. Nobody told you about it either? Nobody told you that Flock did an interview and, and talked about this stuff? I mean, people tell me about everything, but okay. so, so it he took was, time to watch interviews, and I don't got really time. You don't got a lot of time. All right, just put the, talk in the mic, because I want you I want to be nah, I got time, but not for them. Not for that type of shit. But he said that he spoke to you before he came in here. He said, before that day, he said he spoke to you a week prior in the interview. So, you know, you guys had a rapport, still do. But he was explaining how, when he was younger, he felt like how you handled the team might have been wrong. At what I said to him, my opinion was, Cass was young. So when you're young and money come and stuff like that, and we don't really know what he has to go through, sometimes we look at, we, we pocket watch. And he felt, he said no, because he seen you get big checks and you didn't look out for the crew at the time. That's what he stated. So I, I, I want to ask you. <laughs> Who was my crew? Well, the people that you had, which he said he was on the, I mean, I have the interview here. He said he was on the road with you, you know, um, yeah, I was on the road together. He said he came to your house sometimes. Um, um, you wanted him to go to shows. They all stayed in one room. He said they went to, he said him and A.R. Ab went to Canal Street and got fake joints. And you didn't give, you didn't look out. He basically said he, they was on the road with you and you didn't look out. I made up an excuse for that. Do you feel like in retrospect that you could have done Bro, better? I had to hear the interview to know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. But I got two different relationships with Pretty Flock and Ab. I okay. knew Flock first. He the one that introduced me to Ab. So it's two different type of relationships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He said that. As far as Pretty Flock, I like raised him like he like one of my sons, bro. Like niggas know everything that they seen him with, places that they seen him. He never paid for none of them flights, none of them hotels. He never got none of them girls that y'all seen him around with on his own. He never bought none of that shit y'all seen him with on on his own. Everything that nigga seen all them years and years and years, you could pull up. That's what I'm saying. YouTube exists. All of them times you pulled niggas up from back in the day, it was because of me. And I'm not obligated to do nothing for niggas. Like, some niggas don't even take care of their sons. Like I told you, my pop wasn't around. So niggas ain't obligated to do nothing. So... If I come up with a pop not even raising me, how niggas expect me to raise them like I'm napop? But I still did a lot for niggas, took care of niggas, showed niggas the world, took them out the hood, and taught them the science on how to get to this bag. Now, whatever you do with that after that is on you. Like, what you think? You think um, when I got around Rough Riders and they was making millions and millions of dollars, like they selling a bunch of records, getting checks from all over the place. You think that they just... Felt obligated to take care of me? No. You think when I signed a Swiss, he just felt obligated to take care of me like I'm his baby? No, all that shit come is a business. Like, all that shit, I earned that. Like, everything I got from them niggas, I had to work for. I had to earn it. Niggas ain't give me nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not 
This industry is not about giving, bro. And niggas be seeing niggas get robbed for millions of dollars. Every day I hear situations about niggas getting robbed. Every single day and niggas be robbing niggas blind. And niggas just let that slide but want to keep bringing up this shit. These niggas ain't have no paperwork to me. They wasn't signed to me. They wasn't my artist. I didn't get them no deals. I didn't have no responsibilities or no connections to them. I just did that on the strength. They from the city and I just felt like I wanted to do it. But I'm not getting nothing out of it. I'm not benefiting from doing anything for nobody. So no matter what they said, it don't really matter because they don't add up to nothing. And if I gave you a 50 cent bag of chips, fuck how much it costs. If I gave you a 50 cent bag of chips and you never, or a dollar bag of chips now, and you never gave me nothing in your life, shit costs a dollar 25 for some chips. I bought them for you though. And you never bought me nothing that gave me nothing in, in your life ever. Then I'm up. I, you owe me. I gave you a bag of chips. You never gave me nothing. So how can you argue and complain? Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's just a bag of chips. So imagine the fucking shit I gave them. Wow shit. And y'all never gave me nothing. So it's nothing to complain about. Y'all should be even happy that I was around y'all them times and did what I did for y'all up until that point. Do you feel like you could have done better? Back then, like in retrospect, like I, I no, can see what they're I saying. I did exactly what I wanted to do. I oh. never play follow the leader. Nobody never influenced me to do nothing. I do what I wanted to do. And whatever I did was the best decision that I could make at the time. Do better for what? Like, Just you saying, think you I niggas a, is out I'm, here I'm giving out charities? Like, I go outside, a nigga like, hold on. If you having niggas around you, nah, what, was, what I, was niggas around you for? Muscle? No, Friendship? No. Protection? What were they around you from? Definitely not, man. Niggas definitely wasn't around me for none of that shit you said. Niggas was around me because they rap and I just fuck with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't around me for no muscle or nothing like that, man. When did you ever see niggas do something for me? Never. The fuck, man? I was running around with big chains, wild money in my pocket before I met Ab. Yo, my nigga, the first time I met Nico, I fought him. The first time my older brother introduced me to Nico, we start fighting because I'm on that type time. I don't give a fuck you acting tough and all that shit. I start throwing you around from when I first seen you. Nobody ain't no muscle for me, man. I don't need no muscle, man. I'm super sharp and I'm just sturdy. I don't need no fucking muscle, man. Ain't nobody. I don't need nothing, bro. I'm good. I told you since I was a kid, I had the red carpet in the hood. I don't need nothing, bro. I don't so, need no so, extra niggas or no army. Anything I do is on the strength. It's all love. Every state I go to, I told you I just was in the Middle East, and you could take pictures and see niggas, an army out there with me, ready to, ready to go. Anywhere I go. So when you hear about these complaints, what I'm saying, as time as time passed, you never sat down and thought, do you... So what I'm getting from you is like the nerve of these niggas to do that instead of like... Oh, I can see what they were saying. Because if a Yo, nigga, if everything, I'm a, hold on, hold on, hold on. everything a, that you ever seen me, if I'm on a roll with a nigga, after they ratted on me, if, after we caught that murder case and them niggas ratted on me, his homies that he vouched for, that was the first day I was about to take them to the studio. So all the music, all the videos, when you see him in a drinking two step with his Larceny family shirt and he dancing like that and we praying in a, in a, in a, in a, in a video and all that, when you see that and he flew out to Cali and they all was there, they flew out there on my budget. They was out there running around Collie and doing that shit on my budget. Them Larceny family shirts they had on came out of my budget. And they was there on the strength after his homies already ratted on me. So y'all owe me. You talking about what I could have did more. Nigga, you should have did more. Your homies ratted on me. And that's why I disconnected myself. And now you see him in jail now because somebody else ratted on him. So it's a continual situation. I got to exclude myself from that, bro. 
Like, let's be real street. Niggas want to keep bringing this shit up. Like, let's talk for real, bro. Niggas want to be privatized, do real research, bro. My shit, my image is untarnished, bro. There's no stains on my shit. And I went to jail because them niggas ratted on me and I still stood tall. You ain't had me make one statement. I ain't even plead the fifth, nigga. You had these niggas ratting facing one to twos and shit. These niggas facing two to fives and shit. Telling on everybody. I was facing life without the possibility of the death penalty. And I ain't make one statement. Because I'm sturdy. So I don't want to keep talking about that shit, man. It is what it is, man. I ain't obligated to do nothing for nobody. I'm not. Any decision I make is because I want to do it. Yeah, clap it. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, 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 hold on. I felt Hold on, hold on. Hold on now, hold on now, hold on now. Okay, because you speak very fast and I have to I have to get an understanding. You know what I'm saying? And I did hear you say you don't want, you don't like talking about it. Um there there was a situation where somebody got hurt. Um and you said they ratted on me. So I don't know who you're referring to because you did say somebody's in jail now because they ratted on him. So I don't know if you're talking about, I, I doubt you're talking about Ab and them. You're not saying he, he didn't tell somebody else told? Yo, it's wild interviews. you acting like you watching interviews. you seen Ab say, my homies told on him before. He said I, it in I blogs. Never saw that. I seen that one when he said his homies, my homies told on Cass and me. My homies is the one that got us both locked up. Do your research. The paperwork is out. Niggas want to act like they want to be big private eye investigators. Look at the paperwork. Who the fuck made a statement? I'm free outside and I get a warrant a, on, and I get locked up because somebody told. It wasn't nigga, who the fuck nigga, told. Are you, are you crazy? Investigator. A nigga that was with you, that was on the road with you, said that you ain't take care of them niggas. That's what I'm basing it off of. A nigga's word, nigga. I have it right here and Yo. that's it. I didn't do no investigation. Uh, I don't give a fuck about it. The nigga was, I was surprised when he brought it up. My man Leek Morris brought him up and he talked about it. Nah, he said I took nigga, care of your niggas forever, but I'm not going to take care of niggas continually. He said a nigga ain't it's take over. care. He was, and and I do over. agree with him. If a nigga get 15000 a check of 30000 and I'm with a nigga on the road, I, nigga, look out. No, I'm nigga, not. Nigga, we out here with you. Nah, I do look out. I do look out. I so what you have a nigga on the road with you for, I nigga? I feed you every day. Everything That's you true. smoke is mine. All the bitches you fuck is on the strength of me. All the hotels you stay on is on the strength of me. All the flights you take is on the strength of me. Everything you do is on the strength of me. I was defending. I, so what the fuck you mean? I said, I said you was Don't young. Don't count my money, man. I'm not obligated to do nothing for niggas. They not my kids. They not my artists. I don't got to do and shit. And you don't feel like you so could have done that. any of that stuff I did is extra, right? Anything. So if I did all that stuff I just named, why you still talking about more I should do? Them niggas should do something for me. What did they ever do for me? Nico never beat nobody up for me. He never shot nobody for me. He never wrote no dope rap. He never wrote a hit record. He never picked out no thorough outfit for me to wear. He never did nothing for me. So heard, what the fuck is you talking about? What they do for I me? I heard the record with him. What did they do for me, I heard though? the record he did with Wyclef. When Wyclef what did they do for you, me, He said yo, you hated bro. on that record. What did they do for did me? Did you hate on the record with yo, him Yo, he would have never even been around none of that shit if it wasn't for me. So what did niggas do for me? Why you ain't let them put it out? What did niggas do for me? I don't know. I wasn't around. I don't even know what that. I don't even know about no. <laughs> no, 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 what are you talking about me putting out a Wild Clef record? I, I'm just telling you what the nigga said. I put out the Wild Clef record with me and him and Patty Labelle. That's out. Look it up. I me, Patty Labelle, the the big queen from my city, big and Wild Clef. We put it out. 
It went right out. The big queen, yeah. Yeah, why Clef put it right out. And why Clef got interviews saying I'm that boy. Like, you I'm are. that boy. Like, he fucked with me. And he been fucking with me since back in the day. Met him before I had a deal backstage at a concert. I told you I was winning them cypher battles. I seen him backstage at a concert. Round for him back there. He told me I was a star and I was going to blow. Before I got signed to Rough Riders, me, why Clef, big dog by myself. Not with none of them niggas you talking about. Backstage, when them niggas met me, I was by myself. What are you talking about, man? Them niggas is, yo, man. Especially Flock. That's like my little nigga, bro. Stop. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't act like you must. These, like, niggas be getting it twisted how, what the, the like, come on, man. Like I said, what it's over, football, man. I did what I did for boy. I don't. I'm not obligated to do nothing for nobody. So you said so everything to, did I you did is on the canal to get sneakers. Everything I did is on the strength. Did you send niggas to canal? Yes or no? I don't remember sending nobody to canal. But if I did, it's probably who knows. I don't wear no canal shit. You don't see me going down canal. So if you a gangster, nobody can send me to canal. Nobody. You can't. You can't. You can't tell me to go to canal right now when I go. And I told you I respect you. You told me to put your L out in your place. I'll do that. You can't send me to Canal to go I'm grab nothing. How can you do that? It's no possible way you could get me to go down to Canal and grab nothing. Even if you give me the money, I'm going to just keep the money. I'm not going to go to Canal and grab. <laughs> so what are you talking about? How can I make these niggas supposed to be gangsters, right? Supposed to be killers coming ahead playing this role for you. So how can you make a nigga go to Canal and buy something? How? Nigga, make it make sense when just, y'all ask these questions. When niggas say this dumb shit, analyze it all the way down. He didn't say but for you, say but for himself. Analyze it all the way down, though. Make no, he the said shit you'll wear the fly shit and they'll wear canal. Analyze shit. it all the way down. You gotta make it make sense, bro. I don't know. Some niggas send niggas to canal. Yo, I don't give a fuck if I went. Like if I sent them, first of all, nobody can't send me. And if a nigga go and say if I went down there and I bored it and I say put this on, you don't have to put it on. I'm not wearing no canal sneaks. I'm, I'm not doing that. If that's how you feel about it. If you want to bring it up in a flip interview and try to catch wreck, just hypothetically speaking, yeah, say yeah, I yeah. did do that. You didn't have to wear them. And canal sneakers, even if um, Air Force Ones is $100 or something like that, over $100, whatever, mm-hmm. canal streets is what? How much they going to be? 20 What is going to be something though, right? It's gonna cost something. You're My not nigga, getting no out, canal. Chill out, chill out, chill out. Yo, don't go you, there, nigga. You wild. You about to wild out. Hold nigga, on, bro. Twenty dollars, nigga. Hold they on. Told, I don't know. Nah, I'm not co-signing no canal shit. Yeah. I ain't sell you the no, co-sign no canal he, he shit. He, he said, that's he not said, my point. He said, that's he not still, my point. The co-sign no canal shit. I'm not neither. I know what he said. What I'm saying is, it adds up to something. It costs something. So even if you bought somebody something that they think is a knockoff or something, it still costs money. You still had to buy something. You still had to spend something to get it for them. So they still, you still in the hole. You still owe me. Like I said, that 150 bag of chips, that $20, if you said the sneaks cost $20, that's way more than a dollar twenty-five bag of chips. But if you're getting 30, 40,000. Yo, it don't matter what I, I'm getting. It don't even matter not, if I'm a billionaire. I, 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 I think that's a if problem. If I'm a billionaire, it don't matter. Because there's wild billionaires this, I know that never did nothing for me, bro. I think it's Yo, the, my nigga, I personally. Hold on, nigga, I hear you. I personally know these niggas, talk to them and everything, and they never did nothing for me. I respect. Never even gave me a dollar. I do agree. billionaires. I do, I do agree. And they don't feel obligated neither. I do. I could go tweet it right now. Yo, he a billionaire. I seen him before. Swiss introduced him to me, and he ain't give me nothing. He ain't, do, get no, he ain't do, give me nothing. I do agree that we what pocket. What the fuck? I do be agree. like, man, I'm not obligated to give you shit, my nigga. I do agree that we have a tendency of pocket watching. I do. I agree with that. I feel like 
the person that works hard, you shouldn't tell them what to give you or not. I'm just saying that a person that was with you stated this. That's all I'm saying. He came on my couch right there where he said, and I was saying, and he said this. And he, and he also stated one last thing. It creeps. Man. What happened? What was crazy? So he came on the couch, Taze. Just... <laughs> And you know what's so crazy? Since when Philly started doing this? I don't know. It's just, Philly don't do that. I heard it. I heard it. Philly it's, don't. Huh? It's a studio audience, man. That was my Y'all not. The studio audience, man. They just they spoke it. He sat right there. He came on the couch. Sat right there. Now nah, I'm gonna say it again. Nah, nigga. Y'all niggas, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm Queen Flip, nigga, y'all can't tell me what you're saying. The nigga sat there, came on the couch, and talked about what he talked about, nigga. What, nigga? What y'all talking about? I'm not, you can't tell me, nigga. I'm not, I'm not, nigga, I'm not, I'm not influenced by you niggas, nigga. I'm him, nigga. Hemothy, nigga. Huh? Him Tebow, nigga. Him Hardaway, nigga. Yeah. Nah, chill out. Don't let me tell you. Nah, 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 nah. It was kind of crazy, but listen. He also said that they, 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 they oh, boy. this is what he said. I'm going to ask you this question. He said that they had brought Meek Mill to you first um, when he was young. Like, and you asked Meek to rap for you, and you just said Meek was just cool. Right? That's what, that's what he said in the interview. He said, yeah, we brought, I, I think it was Ab, but somebody brought Meek to you in, in the crib, and he wanted you to introduce Meek to you, and then you heard him rap, you just said he was cool, and nothing happened after that. Did you ever? I don't know if it happened after that. I did wild songs with Meek. We got viral videos when he was on house arrest, and I went down there to go see him and start rapping with him. We got a bunch of records that I did with Meek before he got a deal. And I even offered Meek an independent deal before he signed to Maybach Music. So it's a lot of shit that I did with Meek that niggas is, what is you talking about? What is oh, they, so that means what he is. No, that means he didn't know. Yeah, if, if, I, yo, no, niggas do know. Niggas is fucking haters. So stop bringing up what a hater gotta say. Niggas is mad that I'm doing me and they in the predicament they in. Like, I'm not, you would never hear me bring them up. You never heard me in no interview bring them niggas up because they don't cross my mind. I'm always on a mind. Why? Well, I, I, this is my first time hearing him talk about you. This is my first time meeting him. All right. I didn't see it, another interview that Pretty Flock did. It's my first time. In but the, it's in not your first time meeting me, and it's not going to be your last. Because I'm active. I'm here. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, here. These niggas you. trying to make it like that. And I don't got time to spend, like, you know what I mean? Got it. Got I already it. did enough for them niggas. I just want to know if you think back in the days if you could have did better, but you said no. That's all. I just, just sometimes niggas think when they hear this, they say, man, I could have did that better. You said no. You standing on your nah, shit. Nah, I got more loyal friends, even niggas that I knew before them, that I might have could have did something for. Like while I was taking them niggas on the road and had them niggas with me, I could have had different niggas there. And them niggas probably felt like I could have did more because I had them wing niggas that did that shit and going on interviews saying this shit with you when you could have had these niggas with you. So, you know, that's maybe something I could have did different. I couldn't have did nothing more for them. I wish I would have did less. You look at the outcome. Did, did you ever talk about the situation that happened? That situation that happened that time with somebody. Did you ever talk about that? What you mean, the case? Yeah. Mm. You know, through my career, becoming a parent there, I talked about it a few times. Um, I don't really know the story. I just, you know, we, we hear about the story and we hear you got locked up. A couple of niggas and shit like that. Um, well, I mean, they told and shit like that. Um, Because, you know, how can I, I can I, interesting. So, we hear that 
you was a fighter back in the days, right? That's what they said. Like, Fox, the other nigga used to fight. He could box. We said it earlier. And besides the stuff with, with the whole Gilly situation and stuff like that, where it seemed like something at that time, I wasn't aware that you had any street issues, right? Especially if you was on, because you at that time you was on, at the time of the case, correct? My you second saw? album was about Second drop. album, okay. So was that situation meant for you or for someone else? Nah, I ain't had nothing to do with that situation. I just was there. Got it. That was their situation. That's what everybody think. Niggas think niggas was trying to run down on me or niggas was trying to do something to me and add with security. <laughs> That's just what niggas assume. Why would y'all assume that? I have never played no security role for me. I never had him doing no security jobs. He was not obligated to be strapped to none of that. So, and I told you that was my first time going to get him about to bring him to the studio. So, he wasn't around me doing none of that. That was the issue that they had. And I just was there. So... What you was doing there? Just chilling? Eating chips? No, I was with them. I told you I was about to take them to the studio, so I'm with them. And they got into an issue. So how did you get involved in that? Because I was you with there? them. I'm there. Oh, so that means somebody had to say that you was there. That's what you said. Somebody had to tell that Cass was here in order for you to get arrested. Exactly. Oh, I got it. I see what you're saying now. Okay. Once in my discovery, I seen the three niggas who said I was there. It's not a mystery. I know the three niggas that said I was there. It's in my discovery. Didn't Pretty Fly get locked up for that too at one time? Nah. He did it? Nah. Mm. Okay. Okay. And you didn't talk about it. You held it down. And all that time I spent, all that money I lost, all the money I had to pay them lawyers and all them years I had to walk off, who giving me some money back for that? Who owe me for that? Niggas owe me. Where the fuck is my money? You talking about me doing something for niggas? Niggas owe me. What do you mean? I'm when, the one that lost. When, when you, when you, so when you, um, so Fox introduced you to Ab. You and Ab got along at the time. Y'all, he was around you, right? Like y'all got along. He was cool. Y'all was, y'all was good. Me and Ab never had an argument. Nice. Ab never even raised his voice at me before. So, never. He never even got loud with me before. There was never no disrespect from him or from you to him neither. We never had an issue. Like I said, he never raised his voice. We never argued. We never got, it never was like that with me and him. Why do you say it like that? This it just never wasn't. I'm just because I think people got it fucked up. Like it just never was like that. I just fixed the mic a little bit because you know you, you lean it. Just turn, there you go. There you go. Never. Never had an issue. So why do, why do, we, why do people assume that Ab was the muscle? Where do we get that rumor from? I, I don't know. I don't know where you get it from. I don't know if everybody got that same rumor, but I don't know where you got it from. Who knows? Okay. You so you, so you, you pointing at me? Maybe it could have been the way he was blogging, wilding out the shit he was saying. People just jumped to conclusions. And being to the fact that I'm not a chatty patty and I don't go back and blog and counter-react or anything niggas say, niggas just jump to their own conclusion. I don't know. So after that case, you guys parted ways, though. There was no more friendship after that case. I told you, everything that you seen me and Ab did, I put up the most views with Ab. We got wild records, wild songs, wild times we went to platforms and I let him freestyle, get off on shit, shit that went viral with Ab. Wild shit that I did, all that was after the case. 
None of that was before the case. Got it. It's not like we was doing all this shit, then the case come. No, the case was first, and then all of that shit was after that. So then when y'all stopped, what made y'all stop dealing with each other? I told you the shit. <laughs> I'm like, man, I move off intuition, man, and it just wasn't right, man. So Got it. Just, okay. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's no issue with y'all. still respect. It's love. Yeah, just for me to stop dealing with somebody, it don't got to be a beef. It don't got to be like a war for me to stop dealing with somebody. Sometimes people that you meet is going to last forever. Right. Sometimes people are only going to last a season. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people might last a couple seasons, but it might not be forever. Like, and it just wasn't meant for us to be rocking forever. It was a sign from when we first got together because the first time we got together, I caught that case. So that's a sign that you shouldn't be with that type of energy, right? But I still was with it. And then you seen all the other shit that came after that. So that's even more signs that you shouldn't be with that energy. So that's why I'm not around it. I don't got to be wanting it dead or warring with it or hating it. It's like, nah, it's, it's all love. And all of them niggas that you be saying, be saying that they be doing that shit on blogs, but I could show you the last time all of them niggas text me and it was all nice shit. Shit like I love you. Or like, yo, my, like shit like that. Probably all of them ended in I love you. But then when they do a blog and say stuff like that, it's like, man, that's why... I can't give it no energy because those niggas that I brought to the table, they was like my niggas. So it's like it's like a little personal shit, and it's like I got you. I ain't getting into that. It's different if a rap nigga or a battle rapper say some shit, but I mean, niggas wouldn't even know about them if it wasn't for me. So for me to give some energy, like going back at them, it don't feel right. I mean. <laughs> I couldn't be around a nigga like you. I ain't gonna lie. The way you talk, I would have caught a headache a long time ago. I'm surprised if niggas didn't leave earlier. Huh? Yeah. At the same time, at the end of the day, I do agree with you to a certain extent. Where it's about, you know, I work hard for what I work hard for, and that needs to be respected. But I also see it from the other side of the coin. Um, a lot of times it's not, cons like people don't look at the hotels and the flights and different things like that. That comes out of the budget. We don't look at that. Um, a lot of people don't look at that. It's, so I understand your point. Um, it just sounds different from somebody that was there. That's all it was, but I, I, I get it. Nah, I ain't I just talking about budgets. I'm talking about on my pocket. Mm. We don't come out the budget, man. Flights. I got flights for the niggas that's supposed to be on the flights. That's out the budget. Extra flights not on the budget. Extra rooms, extra shit that we doing is not on the budget. All that shit we used to do, I used to dedicate money to them niggas every day. And they never did to me. So it don't matter if it was a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, two hundred dollars, whatever I was dedicating every day to them niggas, they never gave me no money. And I lost money from the first day I told you I was around at. Yeah, you said that. So what is the what are you what is you trying to get to, bro? It's like I'm the one that's owed something. What are you talking about? What am I supposed to do different? I shouldn't even have kept the relationship to get them on all them viral songs, all them viral situations. It shouldn't even have been that. After I got locked up that first day, I should have cut ties from then. But I didn't. And you're just not a chatty patty, like you said. So that's why you never talked about it. But I didn't. It. I ain't getting no rewards for that. It's like I just held it against the niggas that ratted on me, not abs. Since he ain't tell, I ain't carry it with him like that. Got it. He all got right. told on too. He went to jail and he ain't tell on me. 
So that's why we was able to build a relationship after the jail shit. Not for no other reason. Don't get nervous. Just drop the pistol. Nah, I ain't drop pistols. So, the time do now when one thing I like about Philly, right, is like, you know, when you battled, so a lot of people up there come and support, you know, in the public, it looks strong, you know what I mean? And I admire that. I mean, sometimes in different cities, if somebody don't mess with somebody, they're going to show you they don't mess with them. They don't care. But, like, when you battled, I saw, you know, the whole of Philly was on your side and, you know, they were supporting you. And I thought that was a dope thing. Um, but another story that, that, that we heard is that at the time, right, and I heard you talked about this before, so I'm not going to, but at the time, well, I am, I am. At the time when you was outside, right, because I heard you can fight, and you was on, and when Gilly was mad at you at that time, and I asked Flocking him, I said, so what did he say about Gilly for him to be upset? And he said, nothing. So do you think that that was a, what do you think that that angle came from? Because I heard that he came up to you and, and it was a bunch of you guys together. Like him and somebody else came up to about like 30 guys by himself. No, nah, I don't remember that. No, I never remember that shit happening. Oh, you don't remember him approaching you? You never heard that story neither? Who approached me, Gilly? Yeah. Never. I never heard that story and I never remember it happening. Oh, got you. All right, my fault. So he never approached you on every avenue, nowhere, no avenue? Never. Okay. Approach me on what? Like I'm how? saying, just, I don't know, to say that you, I guess you, he felt that you dissed him. Nah. Never okay. approached me, ever. So the energy that came from him at that time, it was just some, some rap shit, basically. Like you said you was the king and he was supposed to be the king? He I'm was the king. Sure. You're gonna have to ask him what it was. Got he it. Initiated, and I don't know what was on that man's mind. Got it. But from your standpoint, everything was cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't got. Got it. Not cool, but I don't know. You gotta ask Gil, man. I mean, I don't know what was on Gil's mind. I know I did a song called City of Brotherly Slugs. Put Gil on it, sent him a beat, told me to send him send a verse. He sent it back. Shouted me out on a verse. I put wild Philly niggas on it. That's all I give a fuck about, man. When I call niggas, I would ask them to do something. They show love. You see he was at the battle. That's a fact. And whenever I do something, niggas be coming out showing support. That's all I give a fuck about. Gotcha. But he definitely ain't approached me. It wasn't never, never no um, real so issue. So that was like that, that. Okay, it was never no. It was never no issue like that. Nah. Okay, that's all. I all mean, right. one time we had to talk, but he ain't approached me. One time we had to talk backstage at the concert. First time I got to talk to Fifty after all of that shit went down too. It was the same day. Mm. And we had a little talk, but. He ain't approached me 30 deep and all that shit you talking about. No, I say he was 30 deep. I said you no. was. I don't mix up my words. Never happened. Okay. Okay. But you, And when he did that video, when he tried to make it seem like he was going to my block and I wasn't there and 
that wasn't my block. That was the block where the people that, <clears throat> the people that on the other side, like the, the, the man that got murdered in my case and the niggas that got shot, that's they block. So he was over there with them. He wasn't on my block. So people see that and like, oh shit, he on Cass block. Like, like a nigga come to my block and just catch wreck and all that. Like that wasn't my block. Interesting. Okay. I feel like, but you guys had a conversation at the concert and you guys were able, you know, even, so you spoke the fifth, you guys had the conversation and it's been cool from then. It's been the same with me, man. It never changed with me, man. Okay. You've always been cool. So do you feel like it's the internet blowing these things out of proportion when we ask these questions in interviews? Do you feel like it's the way we, be careful with that, that's going to fall. That right there, yeah. Do you feel like it's the way that we word things or we try to put things? Do you, do you blame media? No, I think it's the same media? energy, the same way people will want to see me lose a battle. They'll want to see me have a stain on my cloth. They'll want to see somebody did something. But there's me, nothing wrong with somebody. wrong or I bought somebody something in the past I wasn't supposed to. Something that they could say about me. But there's me nothing wrong. Hold on. We, we all, first of all, if, if you outside, you all, every, anybody's liable to be approached. So we're not going to act like anybody's unapproachable. If niggas I is in the same... I'm just saying, like, that. so nobody, that, that question. I never said I was unapproachable. No, you bro. didn't say that, but I'm, I'm just like saying. I'm one of that. the most approachable people. It's but not far fetched for you to get approached by somebody. Okay, I'm just saying, it's not far fetched. What I said is he didn't approach me. What makes you think that? So what would have happened? I have no idea. I, I'm not trying to get into that. I'm just saying that, was it a misunderstanding? You said no on your, t I did see him at the battle. Yeah, it was a misunderstanding on his side, all the way, like I just told you. You did. When he went to my block and that wasn't my block, you don't think that's a misunderstanding? How can you be on the blog saying you on my block and that's not my block? That's a misunderstanding. So it was a bunch of misunderstandings on his side, but not on my side, bro. It's never a misunderstanding on my side. I never make mistakes. You don't hear me rekindling my statements. You could interview me at the face-off years before that, Years before that, you could pull up old interviews I did and nothing ever changed with me. My shit is the same every year, every month, every day, whether I'm tired, I'm high. Like I just told you, I just ate some Chinese food. You can never catch me. You could word the question weird and try to catch me off guard and it always come out the same answer. Because it. it's authentic with me. These niggas, they rekindle their statements. You, I got blogs with all these people you naming saying one thing one time and then saying a different thing the next time. You can't do that with me. Never. I don't rekindle my statements. Whatever I say, I say. Whatever happened, it happened. Like how I, how I said it. That's how it happened. It's going to happen like that this year, next year, 10 years from now. It is what it is. Okay. I don't want because I... Uh, so that's why I don't like repeating myself. But when I give an answer, you try to word it in a different way, thinking a different answer going to come. True. I'm not one of them type of niggas. I don't... Mm. I don't try to angle it a word. I ain't had no PR training. It just seemed like I'm so nice at this because I'm so fucking real. Got it. I, I don't got it. no PR sitting there like, nah, well, let me just, say this. Let me say I this. I just know how to carry it. Everything I say is authentic, bro. So are you are you are you proud that they have the, one of the number one podcasts and being from Philly? Do you salute that? Million dollars worth the game, because it, it is the number one. Do you salute them for that? Being from Philly and other Philly members doing great? For sure, that's dope. Good. That's what I wanted to make sure. That's dope. I want to end it on a. I want to end it on a positive situation because I don't want to. You know, because when you start to talk, you start to go left, right, and all other places. Yes, I try to re 
rephrase a question. I try to rephrase a question because I don't be no. In the conversation, in case you got it confused. No, I heard what you said. You said your figures had the city on. I heard that they was doing their thing. I told you I called Gilly to put him on a song. That's a fact. Yo, I used to battle Gilly back in the day. I used to battle all of the figures. I used to run down on them. We got a history, man. I'm from 17th area. He from like two blocks up. So it's like, yo, my nigga, niggas know me, man. Niggas know how I carry it, all of them. Ab Lava used to come and pick me up. Dutch wanted me in the group. Spade jumped on the record. I used to battle Lil Ruck before he died and got, got, I mean, that shit happened to him. Like, man, I'm really in the city, bro. They know me for real. It's not like we just seen each other a couple times. Like, that's, I'm cast, man. I've been around. I've been holding it down, been talking the same shit, and been acting the same way. So... Everybody can't take it the same. Some have you have you ever had sometime to re- it might frustrate some people. Have you ever had to recant a statement before? I saw a video where you apologized before. Do you you, you you recanted statements as well? Yes. What statement? I don't know. Have you recanted a statement before? Yes or no? Nah, I don't recant a statement. I don't right, recant. Cool. I don't say. I don't. I don't do that. Whatever I say, I say, man. Whatever Respect. I feel, I feel. Now maybe somebody took it wrong or they tried to word it like I meant something then I then I meant and I'm like and nah I meant it, it like this it. I ain't mean it like this this is what I said but I don't flip around and shit got you got you well <laughs> I ain't I ain't gonna lie man you're pretty good I guess that got to do with something with the king I, you asked what was it about. They asked me one time who the king of the city or some weird ass question. They yeah, asked I saw me that, in a weird yeah. way. When I just YouTube it. And that's yeah. probably how I went like that. But an innocent man, I run the city. I ain't trying to be the damn king. But that damn thing could get pulled like a hamstring. I done touched on that 20 years ago. Like, I, it's like old shit, man. Yeah, I don't want to be no fucking king. The king of a city. I don't, I don't think- even own enough property. I don't own enough. I don't. Yo, my nigga. I don't even own one percent of Philadelphia. I don't think anybody wants so to be the king. So how I'ma be now. the king? I, I think it was just a rap. I don't phase. own enough, man. I, but I, I run that shit. Nobody better than me. Nobody could fuck with me. Gilly, no, he can't fuck with me though. Like rapping, like that's what I do. I ain't talk about all this other shit y'all trying to get. All yeah. this funny shit y'all talking. About. I'm talking about rapping. I don't know. Don't say rapping, y'all. man. Don't say y'all. Like rapping. Don't just say rap y'all. This with this don't rap shit. Y'all. With this rap shit, nobody right. could fuck with me. Don't so that's y'all. what I'm saying. Whether it's Philly or anywhere. Now, you could call Remember yourself whatever title. I'm the god. I'm the king. I'm the 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 fucking governor. You could call yourself whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. But I know if you bring that shit in my direction, you can't fuck with me. I don't give a fuck how many kings, presidents, whatever title you want to use, man. Everybody got the right to call themselves whatever the fuck they want to call themselves. Yo, so how do you feel about the? Uh Billboard 100 Shout list. Shout out to Gilly and Wallow, like million dollars worth of fame, man. They super yeah. good at that. Million you know what I'm saying? The they super nice with that. They got that shit on Smash. Facts. But, Facts. Salute to them. And how you said they number one, that's how I feel like I am with these bars. So how do you feel about the Billboard 100 rapper list? I don't respect them lists. Who even be making them? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, niggas start quoting these lists, and I don't even know who's responsible for putting these lists together. I don't really care about making nobody list like that like a, a, a um a major platform list like you know what i'm saying there's a lot of bullshit that's behind them names they pick it's like winning a grammy you think it's fair they just pick the best song and you just win the grammy that's how they got the the common people manipulated to think mm-hmm. but that's not how that shit work is set up it's like so so is them lists 
All them names they put on there is going to benefit somebody that's getting money off them people on that list. I'm an independent artist, and I'm not connected to none of that. So for them to put me on any list wouldn't be beneficial to none of the companies that run that list. So it don't bother you that, that your name not a part of this list? I didn't even see the list. I don't even look at them lists like that. I feel like nobody can't fuck with me, period. I would destroy all of them niggas on the list, and I don't even know who on it. Well, the, the first five is Jay-Z, Kendrick, Nas, Tupac, Eminem. Yeah, like, I, that's like, uh, that's, um, who sold the most records, who won the most awards, like, who in the system the most. Like, that's how that sound. Like, that mm. don't, I don't know, man. What you laughing at? <laughs> Everybody can have their own list, man. Their own opinion of who they feel as though is dope. And that's what's good about technology now. Now you don't got to just listen to what they put in your face. Got the opportunity to go to platforms and listen to whatever you want to listen to. That's a fact. But I'm sure there's a lot of dope people, not just myself, but a lot of a lot of people that um change hip-hop that's not on that list. A lot of people that's on that list that shouldn't be. So it is what it is. Hmm. I don't know why you talk shit like that. You talk a lot of shit. And maybe for no reason. Like, we could just have a regular talk. I like talking to you. You just like, what you be talking about, bro? Like, like you wasn't on the list, okay. Just, I haven't, just be like, I wasn't active to be on the list or something like that. Or it wasn't the best boss list. But you always got to down places. people on that list I ghost wrote for, bro. Wild people on that list told me out their own mouth that I'm the best. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when I, when I know that... When I know that I done changed a lot of them people on that list career, the direction that they going in, the way they even taking their career, and they on the list and I'm not, and there's like a lot of them on the list that I did that for. So it's not just one, it's a lot of them. Yeah. So I should be on the list, right? If I'm responsible for a lot of them or a piece of a reason why a lot of them is on that list, I should be on the list, right? I don't even care about no list, man. I'm nice, I'm the best, and I'm showing it. On beat, off beat, in the ring, Probably nobody on that list got in the ring. Ever. Mm. Tell us about um, the car crash. All the people that you was hyping up in battle rap that you said got bars, none of them niggas on the list. Why not? It's not that type. Shit evolved. They took it to a next level. So if I took it to this crazy ass (laughs) level that nobody could take it to and they involved it and took it to this next level, they should be on the list, but they not. And shut your ass up, man. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. You always got something to say. Shut up, man. Shut hold up, on. Man. You you, <laughs> you pay you pay a lot of respect to, to Eminem in your interviews. Like you, you think you think you could get in the ring with Eminem? Yeah, man. I could get in the ring with anybody, man. Eminem good. I like Eminem. I wanna work with him. Mm. I don't really wanna You don't wanna kill him in the ring. Of him. Like it's like He's not even in that space right now. Got it. I don't even see him like the way we do battle rap right now. He's just in a different bag. I can't even see that like interesting him right now. So I want to work with him, do, do some battle music rap. with him, zone out with him, pass some of this information off. I got know he got wild information. I can learn from niggas like him. But um, I battle anybody. If I battle myself, I definitely battle him if the situation was right. Hmm. Tell us about the car crash in 06. Um, that's what it was. It was a crash. Got hurt super bad. Went into a coma. Suffered bad damages. Was mm-hmm. out for a minute. 
And when I came out the coma, I had amnesia. So it took a little bit of time for me to get my memory back. Like all them songs like Hotel and shit that I performed a million times, I forgot them shits. Oh, for real? So what, you was, where were you coming from that day? Do you remember what led up to it? Um, this when I was staying in Jersey, I was coming from my house going to um, pick up Neo the Matrix. That's a producer. We know he, he did is. a lot of, a lot of big records for me. One of them is AM to the PM. It's like one of one of my big records. But he did a lot of records for me. But we was going to go pick him up to go to the studio to work. I think that's when I was working on my third album, and I was like, I. I had just came home from the jail situation, so when I came home from jail, I went to Arizona for a few months, and I started working on the um, the Bars album. So now I'm back in Jersey, like, trying to finish it up, so we about to go to the studio to, you know, finish up on the project, and that's when the accident happened, on the way to get him. Were you speeding? I wasn't driving. Was the person that was driving speeding? I, I don't even remember. I can't tell. But nah, it wasn't like a speeding. It wasn't like that type of accident. Like, I think we was actually stationary in another truck. It was like speeding or something, and it was wet, and they slipped out or something and hit my door. So it was like another car hit us while we was like stationary or something like that, not moving. Did you sue them? Or moving super slow. Did you sue them? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I feel like for the for, first of all, you know, I'm, I'm I'm definitely happy that you overcame that. Yeah, me um, too, man. You know what I mean? God is good. Um, that was a life changing moment too. Like when I first came out the coma, and I looked in the mirror, my face was all deformed, broken up and swollen up and all weird and just I'm like man I ain't gonna never look the same my career fucking over it's over for me it's like the worst feeling ever when I first seen my shit I'm like oh man when I first got in the accident my shit like was a lot my shit was bad like you know what I'm saying I recovered I'm cool now but my shit was fucked up hmm. I remember like so <clears throat> Every once in a while, things come out about you, right? And you have this, you, you, you don't, you don't, I mean, back in the days you did. Like, you really didn't respond to shit. Like, when we was coming up, we, you know, you didn't respond because, you know, you had the full, you had your chain on, you was getting money, you had your stupid big ass hats, your leather jackets. Yeah, you was looking fly. Yeah, yeah. I, I was hating. I was hating as a kid. I was hating on you. Um, but every time something comes out, and I was looking at one of my questions. Um, do you feel like, because you said you were set up when this whole situation with a transgender uh, accus like, accusation, somebody lied. Like, when things like that happen, who do you think is behind stuff like that? If you say that you don't know a person or if you say I'm being set up, because I, I got the tweet, you said, the lies won't affect me when the truth comes to light. Anybody question my credibility will feel stupid, always do stay tuned. Yeah, like, you bringing up old stories that already, like, came to light. Like, everybody know that was, like, a fluke. Like, at the time, like, maybe the first day, they probably ain't know. But everybody know that's some bullshit now. And I don't know who's responsible for doing shit like that. Like, there's so many people in the world. Huh? 
but I don't um like get my time to try to search and figure that out. Like you know what Got I'm it. saying? I just know I'm authentic. Anytime some bullshit pass, I don't really give it a lot of attention because I know I don't have to. Respect. Only guilty niggas that got like shit eating away at them feel like they gotta give digging everything somebody trying to say because they know they don't want shit to get out. Like it's nothing that could get out on me because I ain't do nothing wrong. So whenever somebody say anything, I know it's some bullshit. So I don't gotta speak on it at the time because it's never gonna change. I don't gotta like get on top of something that's out of control. I know the truth and the truth never gonna change. So whenever I speak on it, whether it's the day, tomorrow, next year, thousand years from now. It's going to all be the same shit. So everybody just, everybody just, I, I mean, I like your confidence. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause. Confidence A1. Not the steak sauce neither. Oh, it's, it, the, the confidence is, yeah. Confidence is, yeah, yeah. I thought you said we wasn't rapping, man. We ain't bar, we I'm ain't not rapping. I just, I just like the way you answer questions. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate I, you. You know, and it was just something in my mind that, you know, usually when somebody moving on, People try their best to cause a smear campaign, but you know, we can move on from that. I just want to know how you feel about these things. You know what I'm saying? And I, I know you say you answer these things, people got to the bottom, but I didn't. I'm Queens Flip, and because I respect you, a lot of a lot of shit about it. Unless somebody I know them personally, I'm, I'm gonna move on from. But don't think that you the master of interviews. Or I, I, I calm Queens Flip down because I'm still him and I'm still me, nigga. No, nah, I respect you. You've been around me and shit like that, but I have a lot of respect for you, and I don't want to... That's why even with the million dollar worth of game, I want to make sure that we end on a positive note as far as that. I don't want to... That's not my job to do. You know what I'm saying? My job is not to... Like, I'm in a different space right now. Before, when I was first doing Flip the Script, that was my intentions, to play devil's, devil's advocate and... But I don't feel that way anymore because it's a different space, a different vision. I'm not you trying up, to, man. yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm not up, you up man. I'm not trying to cause no problems or have anybody, you know, regardless of what, of course I'm going to put it out, but I'm not, that's not my intentions. My intentions is not to chop anything It's going to put out in its entirety so we can hear shouting that out and we can hear, they can hear different things that we just going through the past and the history because my first time sitting, to you, sitting with you and I'm, and I'm a I fan. I understand. That's why you ain't hear me come in here and say, don't no, ask me this no, or don't touch on this. Or no, like, I already nah. know you was going, you, you know, have any, I don't know what the fuck you could have said, but it is what it is. Like, I don't got nothing to hide. I can't answer anything. Real quick, does anybody, real quick, does anybody have to go to use the, use the bathroom or anything? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. J JR. JR. My son out here? JR. Get the bathroom for them. Y'all niggas cannot come back inside. <laughs> yeah, it's a trick. Get your, get your asses out, man. They feel right for the trick. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I right. went to the bathroom like a class trick. <laughs> You're gonna go to the bathroom. The key, the key should be there. Uh, the key. There's two bathrooms though. Oh shit. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Nah, 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 we, 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 nah we, we about to wrap it up. We about to wrap it up. We on the last. The, we on the last leg is crazy. Oh, and you know what's so crazy? Shout out, shout out. We still, we still recording. Shout out to your man. Your man legs was hurting. <laughs> he was on a heater like this. He was on a heater. 
Like, you got to take a shit, so I had to hold him down. You got to use the bathroom? I know you got to use the bathroom, nigga. Your legs hurt. <laughs> you got to sit on that either. So, what's up with you, man? Like, chill. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Yeah, so, so Cass, um, I think that... I think that your interview skills, uh, um, your face-off skills, your battle, I think that the authenticity, you call it. You know what I mean? Nobody does it like Cassidy. Pause, if that is. But what I'm saying is that, you know, slow down, man, because, you know, you be making shit up. Like, I ain't going to lie. You make a lot of shit up. Like, I don't think so, man. <laughs> nigga, I think like, you had to be a big Peter Pan fan, nigga, because, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, the shit you – sometimes I'll be – What did like, he make up? He just like, – him winning mad battles and and he won – like, he, I just be listening to this nigga. Like, I ain't going to lie. I like that. I like that stupid shit. I like it. I'm like, yeah. But and then I go – I'm like, this nigga bugging. He, make, he, he don't give a fuck. Who did he lose to? To me, he lost – I think he did good against Disaster. I was I, I watched that. Mm. Um, I 30 Disaster, man. I don't think you 30 him, but you did Definitely good against 30 him. What round he won? I forgot. Um, I don't think you'd be Hitman. What? 30 Hitman. Mm. Yeah, I thought he'd be Hitman Holla? 30 D. Hitman said what? So, so who you think won out of Hitman Easy? Oh, out of who in Easy? Hitman. I don't want to answer that. I got Hitman winning. Hitman? It is my man. It is my man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know who won. I, I call it a draw. That's because you're my friend. Yeah. <laughs> my friend won. Nah, I be Hitman and Nick Cannon. My friend won. You be who? Hitman and Nick Cannon together. Word. You ain't be goods neither. You beat Nick Cannon. Definitely be goods. I told you the first couple bars I be goods. Would you, would you, do you plan, you plan on battling again, right? The best battles was disaster and um, Hitman was like the least amount of like fake shit. It was still a lot of fake shit in they shit, but mm. it's like acceptable fake shit. Like if you like got lack of information and you trying to like mm. do something. What about Arsenal? You think you beat him? It's like Goods and, and, and Arsenal, they were saying so much weird shit that don't even connect to nothing. You can't even Google this shit. It's just like they just was making up shit. So it's impossible for them to win. You can't even. So, but they win by the crowd. The, the, the fans choose up. the winner. The fans, not what they make it. Like what? What battle rap society do you live in? Like, so, what's that stupid movie with the butterfly? Uh, when the girl. Uh, it's on Netflix now. If the, if the fans decide, then it's now, what's super that? clear who won. Uh, hold on, listen, listen, listen. If if you gonna just let the fans decide, what's then that it's... movie on Netflix with the girl? Uh, she's in like a world. And it was killing people like the butterfly. Oh, um, come on, help me. Not the mocking, the mockingbird. Uh, mockingbird, yeah, mocking. That's him. That's <laughs> <laughs> like he created that world. What, what, what's also with um? It's not. It's, it's close to something else. Mockingbird, though. With, um, with Jim Carrey. With Jim Carrey. Hunger Games. That's what's called. Hunger Games. Yeah. Mockingbird. Okay. Hunger Games. He, yeah, yeah. Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah, the Hunger Games. Like uh -huh. you the creator of that. And then you also. <laughs> what, what, what about the world with Jim Carrey when he looked at, like he wasn't living a real life? Like Liar Liar? Truman Show. Truman creator Show. of that. He the creator, like the free guy. Like all that shit with shit like worlds. Like you just create shit and make shit up. What are you talking about? When you read the comments, they say you lose. Yes, you bring views. I never seen yeah. that. What? I see. I, I don't be seeing that. I'm not that, showing dude. that nigga right now. I just read them. I don't be seeing that, bro. 
I can prove it. Nah, that's a bunch of trolls that might say you lost to try to get some attention, but the majority the trolls of people want attention. Know I won. Mm-hmm. No, but the majority of people know I won though. All right, man, I can't do this no more. I respect. <laughs> so what's going on? What's going on? That's with Cassidy, man. What's up? What's going on? Twenty twenty three. Let's talk about what's going on with Cassidy this year. Um, a lot, man. Promoting this, promoting this new project. I got. I feel like I got the best album of my life. This one I'm about to drop. Mm. Putting a lot of hours, hard time with this joint. I feel like it's it's crazy. And I'm going to go in a lot of directions that people don't expect from me. I mean, niggas know I can rap. Right, right. They expect to hear you spitting bars, but it's, it's a lot of other shit that I'm bringing to the table. Even the adjustments in my flows and the style switches niggas ain't expecting. So I can't Are you gonna bring some? to drop. You're going to bring some like new new school uh, drill music on the project? Or you stick it to the old Cassidy, like the... The hustler Cassidy. Um, I got every beat per minute. All okay. of them. You know what I'm saying? Respect it. I feel like all of them is not real styles, it's just the beat per minute. Like trap, drill. All that is is about the way the beat go. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But pretty much they just still talking the same shit niggas been talking since the beginning of time. Just really about the beat per minute and the styles that you can use on that beat per minute. But I'm doing it all. That's the thing. Like, a nigga that been in the game as long as me can't really jump on newer styles, new beats per minute. It's, mm-hmm. like, too new for them. So they'll just say they don't do that shit and just do what they used to do. So they'll lose the new crowd because they not doing what they could dance to. But I'm doing it all, man. I got new beats per minute, old beats per minute, and just a lot of dope concepts and a lot of bars. I you know mean. Cassie, let me ask you a question. How long, how long, how long, you, this your wife right here, right? Yeah. How long you guys been together? 20 years. I always see you and her together, man. Like, she don't be talking. Like, was she, like, she a killer or something? Like, she, sure. <laughs> she be having, like, an attitude and shit. Like, what's up with her? She man, good? Reggae ratchet. Uh, I don't, like, like, what's up? I don't, every time I see her, so that's when we battle, I saw her, she just did, like, and then the moment I see her, she disappearing, all type of shit going on, and she popping back up. Like, what type of shit y'all got, what type of operation y'all got going on? Nah, I mean, that's my that's my partner in crime. I said, Lil Dodge, I just wanted to acknowledge that because I think it's dope. Every time yeah. I see you, I see her. For sure. You had the van and shit, I see her right by the van, she talking to you, whisper shit. I can't even hear, I don't even know what her voice sound like. <laughs> she was like this. I said, she turned around, she gone. Then she end up in a truck, then she end up out the truck behind. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. 20 is, do you remember how you met her? I'm about to get him. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Where? At the Brown Sugar movie shoot. Dang, mm. good. I, I try to get you. Brown sugar good. Around. I don't know. What the, yeah, you, you good? Seen, you ever seen that movie? Most definite. Oh yeah. Queen Latifah. See, you um, met at the at, at the movie shoot. Tay Diggs. Snyder Lathan. Snyder Lathan. Yep. So you met her there. <laughs> yeah, like um, I was just like starting my career, and um, I got an extra role. Like I'm actually in that movie, but. I'm like an extra. I got a couple scenes like outside the club, and I'm at the Hot 97 scene. Like when most definitely at Hot 97, like I'm sitting in there waiting and all that. This was like my first time getting in a movie, early in my career, and my wife was already like big, like modeling, big, like you know what I'm saying, doing her thing. So she was getting cast in movies too. So. My manager got a call that the movie was going on and they could bring me through. 
So he brought me through. She got a call from her peoples that it's a movie going down and to stop through and get a check real quick. So we both happened to be there. When I get there, I see her sitting across the room in between these two other girls looking like the lead singer. And I just was like... From history. From there's history. Some love at first sight shit. Like, damn, I can't believe it. And then we happened to be in the scene together outside the club. We was in the same scene. But... In the scene, they had some dude like acting like he talking to her outside the club, and he did some extra shit like keep kissing on her cheek. Dang, that wasn't like in a script. He just trying to add <laughs> that to do some on, extra acting ass nigga, right? <laughs> so I was just getting so mad at this extra acting ass nigga. He trying to act so <laughs> like he could act and all that. I'm like, what are you doing, man? I'm getting mad. She see it. It's like a whole little me and her connection on the low. Bottom floor for Black Love, please. Black Love. We be we hype a lot. We hype we hype a lot of shit, but we gotta. I always see her with them. I always see them together, and I think That's it's I think up. I think it's amazing. Black Love, twenty years. Salute to y'all, and I That's wish you guys wow. twenty more years. Before I continue, I'm gonna pay some respect to my man. Hip hop is real. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean. Um, the God in the building. You know, and you guys. I remember when you started. I remember. Came crib, yeah, man. came to the crib and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I want to tell you that I'm extremely proud of you, um, of all the work you guys putting in. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You, it's, they say you're not supposed to forget where you come from in order to know where you're going. And I didn't forget the times that, you know, I asked you guys to film things for me and you guys did. I'm extremely proud. I want to wish you guys much success. Anytime I'm around and you, and you need me, I'm here. And salute, and I'm gonna round of applause for hip hop is real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, salute. I'm proud of you. Proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Black love. Now we got all that shit in one. I'm, I'm, I'm positive. You gotta feel different. It's different. Positivity, you gotta feel, man. It's different now, right? It's That's different. Good, man, I'm glad I could bring it out, you man. You can, yeah. Oh, <laughs> G chill, G chill, G. He don't deserve that, G. Don't hype him, G. That's dope, man. It was sitting here the whole show. G, don't do it. It was sitting here the whole show, bro. You don't deserve that. You know, he's not on the Billboard 100 list, but he's on the list over here now. You know what I'm no, saying? So we got to get the he's up, part man. of this Salute list over here. You he know what I'm saying? He don't deserve it. It's only right. <laughs> money right there, man. He trying to hype you now to give it to him. Don't give it to him, G. It's only right. He's on his list over here, man. He trying to hype you, G. <clears throat> G. <laughs> don't G, don't do it. He cool, man. He cool. Oh, G, nah, man. He ain't cool. He ain't cool, G. He was there the whole show, man. I waited to the end. I waited. Why you think he cool? Because he cool, man. That's why. I like him. He cool, man. Yo, so you got the project. Real quick before we leave, because we're going to take a big picture. You got the project coming out. Do you have a release date for it yet, Cass? I don't want to announce it because I keep pushing it back. I got it. And what happened with this? It's pretty much done. I'm mixing and mastering, but I just work so much that I keep doing these new records that's changing the feel around. What happened with the freeway battle again? Um, the URL dropped the ball, man. They oh. set it up. They announced it. It was supposed to go down, but they wasn't able to finalize it. So, Don't say they dropped the ball. Just say that. Don't talk about my team like that. I just don't want people to think it had anything to do with me. All right, just say that freeway. you don't know what happened. I, we was both ready, ready to get to it. They just couldn't, you know, make it make sense. 
But I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to get back in the ring, man. I um Who you I got had fun the last time. And I feel like I'm in a better space right now. Like I'm in the best shape of my life. So the next time I'm gonna make an example out of somebody. Why niggas mm. only why niggas always, why niggas always say that when they like that's that bag to all of us. Shut your I, ass up. You've been in the best shape, nigga. I at least I at least wanna do two battles before this year out though. Oh, for real? Twenty twenty three? Yeah, sure. Do you have anybody on your radar? I never got a pick. But I definitely want to get in the ring for sure. Hmm. Okay. Um, uh, one last question I have. Um, last one. Last one. The guys that came after you, that battled, right? Like uh, Reed, Joey Jahad, and all those guys. Like, did you ever at one point give them any word of advice? Because you always say that you know I gave a lot of people word of advice. We're talking about people from the city. Did you ever, or you never really got to connect with some of those individuals until later on? Um, all of the artists that I did get a chance to connect with definitely gave them advice. Got it. Not just once, too. Like, every time I talk, I try to. Got it. Or if it's not advice, um, not all of the time artists need advice, but a lot of times they need motivation. Mm. Like, I feel as though I got, like, one of the best work ethics. Like when anybody call me, I'm always working on lyrics or songs or doing something revolved around getting better. So I be giving a lot of motivation, like for people to stay on their job or work hard or get more music done or win more battles or win it in a more impressive fashion or be more confident in yourself. Or I'm just always like, you know what I mean? Giving out motivation to all of them people, especially like Reed, um, e Ness, K Walker, Easy the Block Captain. Yeah. A lot of people from the city, man, that's putting in work. I try to do that for. Shout out to my man Ness. Shout out to all those guys. Easy the Block. Shout out to everybody, man, from, from Philly, man. Round of applause, G Money. And not saying that I'm in a place where sometimes I can't use um, advice or even motivation. Mm. Just because I might got a crazy work ethic, I got to keep it up. I got to keep moving forward, keep going. So I also use them to motivate me, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I be so hard on them to stay motivated because how can they motivate me if they not putting in the work? And how can I motivate them back if I let up and stop working? Okay. I appreciate so you. It's like iron sharpening iron, man. I, I, I'm trying to – I'm trying because we got – after we get off here, I need you for 15 more minutes for I the behind-the-scenes joint, so – I just yeah, want yeah, you yeah, to yeah, know yeah, I got yeah, love yeah. for the city, man. Yeah, yeah. Sit your ass down, nigga. Got love for uh, battle rap. You came rap. in the room while I was sitting here eating, nigga, and interrupting my piece. And I told you, give me 10 minutes, nigga, and you gave me only three. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I counted. Pause, pause. That was crazy. 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 Pause, 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 pause. I ain't mean to say that. No, I was wilder. Yeah, it was crazy. That was crazy. That was, <laughs> and yeah, that was crazy. I came in. And you, you got it. I came in. In the, 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 the show. In the show. Shout out to Cassie. One more round of applause for him, please. Everybody, round of applause. Shout out to our studio audience, man, one time. Yeah, studio audience. I like, shout I like, shout I like out to the that. studio audience. I told audience. you we should do a live show one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lit, man. Well, let me acknowledge. A lot of times we don't let. A lot, a lot of times we, we <laughs> chill out. A lot of times we, we don't let people in. But I want to acknowledge that everybody has been extremely respectful. Nah, this, this, was, this was good. They, yeah. they, 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 they was. Yeah, and I want to salute y'all. I mean, you know, a lot of times people leave a bad stain, pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys were extremely. <laughs> <laughs> 
you guys were no, you, you guys were extremely for the most people. Nah, nah, you guys lie, yeah. were extremely respectful. We've had shows before where it's like two people with the guests and they be making mad noise, yeah. snoring in the background, cra- like crazy. So this was this was. <laughs> he fell asleep. I, mean, in, D, I see D boy, yeah, but DJ, it's my, my boy. He walked like, walk like he was. Oh, I saw you, dumb <laughs> nigga. You were asleep. <laughs> he trying to like, huh? Looking around. He trying to look at y'all <laughs> like he was talking to y'all. <laughs> 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 But 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 hold on hold on y'all hold on we about we about to wrap this up y'all we about to wrap this up I, I want to definitely salute y'all nah it's dope you guys are extremely respectful and I'm gonna say I appreciate y'all appreciate man y'all, for sure if a lot of people act like y'all we could have more people in the studio because you guys are extremely nah, respectful man so yeah. salute to y'all Hell for real yeah. for real Hell yeah. all right sign us, sign us out G money yo man don't forget follow the pages man at Queens Flip with a Z at DJG Money Official at Flip the Script Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Shout out to the Brave Heart Edition in the building one time. King B I King P I B, I see you. You know what it is. Alright. Shout out to We All In Family too. You know what I'm saying? Salute. Um, dope episode. Shout out to Cass. Salute um, to y'all, man. Salute to y'all. Appreciate y'all. All right. Yo, right. yo, this Queen Flip, man. URLTV.tv. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> dope episode. Dope episode. Remember, lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds. And if you see a nigga like Cass on your lawn, don't be afraid to use a firearm. Why? Because he has a lot of niggas that use it on you. I'm from Queens.